What is up, YouTube? Welcome in to another edition of Bucky and BK live on Texas Sports Unfiltered and on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app. Today is Thursday, February 22nd, 20 and 24. And the Buck and I are with you for the next two hours broadcasting live from Sue Patrick, our home away from home, 5222 Burnett Road. Don't come by and see us yet. They're not going to let you in. This place opens at 9.30. They've got the best selection of Texas Longhorn gear that you can find. Plus, Jelly Cat. We've got to talk about the new craze that is apparently sweeping the world. They're selling it at Sue Patrick. We'll talk more about that with Jay a little bit later. We've got plenty of sports to get into. The college football playoff already wants to expand, even though they haven't expanded yet. We've got some college basketball to talk about. We've got some NFL free agency rumors for the Cowboys and Texans to get into. And, of course, it is Thursday, so we'll have another TBT video for the people. But the biggest news of the day, the Buck is back. What's going on, Buck? I'm doing good, man. Just, uh, you know, I had to take the dog to get his, his deal done. Well, it's more than just a deal. He lost his gonads yesterday. Mm. And they really did. They actually take him off. He's got nothing back there but some stitches right now. You keep looking just to make sure? Well, what I, what I want to do is they, 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 they're holding on to him so when they dry up, I can put them on my, my golf bag, on my head covers. I'm sorry, what? So I can put them on my head covers. How's that going to come out when I come out, when I come out swinging? You're going I mean, to really put swinging. your dog's castrated nuts yes. on the head covers? That is a beautiful thing. Who would ever think of that? I, I think that's, I mean, that is very special because since I play like a dog, I might as well look like part dog out there the way I've been playing. So, yeah, I'm going to put one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it on the, on the five wood and the three wood. The driver's been doing okay, so I'm just going to let him hang. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. Since he can't any longer. Once again, I don't understand that. I don't know why those things have to go off of a dog. They didn't have to go off of me, and I'm neutered. Well, some, no, I couldn't get the doctor to tell me. You know what he said? It's 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 mostly for the them possibly getting cancer, just to have those still dangling. I guess. Yeah. I said, well, what about me? What about me, Doc? Mine's are still dangling. I guess we've perfected the technology with humans to where even if our nuts don't work the way that they used to, we can still have them. Yes. Like the vasectomy process. I don't understand why the dog had to get rid of his. I mean, that's um, that's kind of a that's kind of a cool thing for a dog, I believe. Yeah, I, you know? I can't imagine the dog is thrilled that oh, uh, no. he woke up without gonads today. No, not with that big rubber cone around his head this morning <laughs> as he's running into everything. Oh, every dog does that, dog, that. And you know that dog. That dog is not happy. I mean, he's trying, as soon as the uh, the garage door comes up, he used to be able to, like, slide under real quick. That that cone hit that thing and stopped him immediately. That cone is made out of, I don't know, that's that's some nuclear stuff that that's made out of. It's made out of spaceship material. It hurts. If that dog runs into you, that cone hurts. Yeah, it does. It does. It's been scraping up my leg, and, you know, he's already packed it with slobber. You know, he's a slobberer anyway. Mm -hmm. That thing's nasty. Smells nasty. But uh, I've been making sure I've medicated the dog. He's he's feeling fine. Oh, yeah. How yeah. long has he got to wear that cone? Two weeks. Two weeks of cone head? Yes. Yeah. I mean, and when he barks, you know, he's got that deep voice anyway. I mean, it sounds like he's in some kind of echo chamber when he barks. I know the neighbors are excited. Like, I care about the farmer next door, though. I don't. You asked the question a moment ago, who else would think of that in regards to you putting your dog's nads on your golf bag? And I'm going to answer that for you. Nobody. Nobody else would think of I that. I think it's a unique I think it's a unique idea. It's very unique. So, You're also going to get kicked off the course the first time somebody sees that. 
little pink balls aren't going to matter to anybody. Someone's going to be like, what are those? And you're going to say, oh, these are my dog's nuts that just got chopped off last week. And and then you're gone. I don't understand that. What am I going to give them COVID or something from the dog's nuts? You're getting a lifetime ban. You're giving them lifetime trauma with that. Nobody wants to see that. I need to give the guys who I'm playing against Tra- I, mean, I want to traumatize them before they putt. I'm going to jingle those babies. Oh my! Should God. throw them out on the on the green. Are they big? They're huge, man. That dude's yeah. a bit. You know, he weighed in at nine months at a hundred pounds. Nine months? Yeah, a hundred, a oh hundred on the nose. So, how about this? How about lifting him into the car? This time he jumped in, but let me tell you, coming out because he had that cone on, he generally goes between the seats, you know, the front seats. He'll go between that and get out where I get out on the driver's side. Yeah. That dude tried to do that. The cone was <laughs> he, he got wedged he in got there. He got wedged in there. He got rejected. Oh. My wife had to pull him through the back seat in order to get him out. And plus, it wasn't that much fun as he jumped to the ground. Mm. I know that hurt. Oh. Oh, yeah. I said, we got to watch how he lands. We can't let him land on his backside. He's got some stitches in there. But, you know, so be it. So be it the dog's life. Yeah. You know, they did it to me, but... It, I'm still, I'm still jingling, just not working. Well, some would argue that you don't have yours. Some would yeah. argue that you lost yours before you even got that procedure. That's done. that's true. But, uh, There'd be a lot of men the same way. Yeah, I won't be the only one in town like that. No, you've that's been regard, married a I'm couple sure. of times, so there's no way you still have yours. That's right. Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cabasas, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so very much for what you do. It is appreciated, and do be safe out there. And what a beautiful day again coming up today oh we got highs in the 80s this wow. afternoon Boy, it was windy last night i didn't need a jacket this morning this was a five o'clock get up for me because taking i had to take out you couldn't put the trash out last night because that that stuff may have blown over and that would have been a shame but getting up at five medicating the dog feeding two dogs trying to slide out of there with the dogs in the garage and then as i get through the gate then i can open up the garage and let them out because not only will the dog have the cone around his head but trying to teach the dog about not coming to the gate and coming out of the gate anymore. Mm-hmm. And guess what he's getting ready to have around his neck? Shock collar. Oh, he's going from the cone to the shock collar? Yeah. from down below to up above. Yeah, this but guy had such a great life for the first nine months of his did. existence, and he now did. he's ruined. Yeah, I, but I, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to do the shock collar until the two weeks are up. I don't want to do that at the same time, I yeah, don't think. He don't need both. He can't get into that much with the cone on his head. He's going to try to dig he can and still eat get, stuff. Well, and, he can still get out. I mean, that gate opens up. Yeah. He's still going to, he works his way towards the gate. He'll be easier to find, though, with that giant thing around him. And the thing about me, I will remember some times where I should have shocked him that I'll get him back now, too, just for the hell of it. But, of course, you know, the word is don't shock him without a purpose. How about that? Mm. Really? There's always a purpose. Yeah. I remember the last time he did something, he chewed up something and ran it out in the front <laughs> yard. How about, how about one for old times' sake? Oh, uh, well, you don't need to do that, but there's going to be future incidents with that dog for sure. Well, I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm going to wait two weeks and then I'm going to put it around him. I just don't, what I don't want is I don't want the dog to hurt himself or hurt anybody else driving. He doesn't know anything about cars. He will run right, he will run right underneath the wheel of a car. Sure. And if a, if a car hits him, it's like hitting a deer or hitting that dog. So... I just pay for the house. I don't want to lose the house after it's just gotten paid for. You know what I'm saying? No, you can't have that. You no. can't have that. Well, thoughts and prayers with uh, your dog. Poor Louie. And Louie's family. Yeah, that's a, a tough loss for him. Yesterday. Named after Lou Gehrig. Oh, he's got the disease? No, I named, I named like Yogi, like Yogi Bear. Yogi's named after Yogi Bear. Yeah, your favorite Yankees. There you go. Where's Jeets? He didn't not, travel with you today? No, Jeets did not. Jeets is at the house right now. Uh, baseball season's right around knows, the corner. He knows. And speaking of baseball season, how about this place? Super Patrick with these caps and everything else. Going. 
Is it what? What is the jellies? Is that is is that Jay selling his jelly or something? What's that mean? What does that mean? Yeah. What's the jelly? What did, what did you just say? <laughs> what, what is what is the jelly that we're selling here? These are called Jelly Cat. I've never heard of these. I had never seen these before this morning. But normally we're set up in a different part of the show. So if you're watching us on YouTube, you see that our backdrop's a little bit different. Normally Jay has us right by the front door where right. all the Longhorn gear is. But today he's like, hey, can we move y'all? And they're like, yeah, sure, wherever you want, anywhere in the store. And he's like, man, these things called Jelly Cat are selling like hotcakes. Jelly Cat? He looks like the groundhog from... Caddyshack. These are the little stuffed animals. That's a company based out of London. But Jay told Trey and I this morning, like, this is going to pay my rent this year. Apparently, this is the craze. People are buying these online at suepatrick.com from all over the really? world. People are coming into the store, buying hundreds of dollars worth of these things. And they're just, they're cute little stuffed animals. But and I'm coming here for the washing powder today. You know, the the one's the big seller. Oh, yeah, the Tyler Campbell. I'm getting it today. Or Tyler I'm Candle. Not, I don't think it's actually Earl Campbell's son, Tyler. I don't want to forget that today. But jelly cats. How are jelly cat. I mean, they've got, like, all sorts of different jelly cats, different sizes. Some of these are, like, little purses. Look, there's an Easter bunny one. So, yeah, if, uh, if you're looking for something that your wife and or daughter are going to love, come to Sue Patrick. They got tons of great gifts here all the Absolutely. time. Absolutely. But the jelly cats, there's a birthday cake one right behind you. I don't know exactly what is going on here, but apparently this is a, a big deal now when it's getting bigger, seemingly by the day. These like beanie babies. Remember those beanie That's babies? That's what I Yeah, these are the big beanie, kind of bigger. Yeah. My wife just had a birthday. Maybe I'll get the birthday cake one right here. There's a little uh, beanie baby feel to it. I don't know if these have names like uh, beanie babies used Do you to. Put these, can you put these in your bed with you? Put them down your feet to keep your feet warm? I, I guess you can put them in bed with you. You can take them anywhere you want. They've got the giant ones up there that like are almost body pillows. Yeah, size. I should have taken that to Louisiana. I should have given that to the homeless dude. Yeah, they would have loved that. It's a pretty <laughs> expensive gift for a homeless guy, though. Here's some jelly cats, y'all. I think I would have tried to give you jam instead of jelly. <laughs> I can go ahead and tell you that right there. So come out to Sue Patrick. Once again, this place doesn't open until 930, but uh, they've got all the great Longhorn gear that they always have, plus the jelly cat, plus just about anything that uh, you could want as the perfect gift. It's golf for, season, baby. Yeah, the golf polos. Uh, of course, they got tons of baseball gear. Texas baseball is back. They got the official on-field caps that the players wear. Of course, they got the cool Longhorn shirts that the Buck and I are both wearing this morning. Uh, they've got them in the white color and the burnt orange color. They've got everything here. Uh, Y'all know about Sue Patrick. If you've been here, you know what we're talking about. Absolutely. If you haven't been here, you are missing out. Seriously, this place is uh, awesome. And uh, your mom bought a, a nice shirt for your dad like this and... Yeah, my mom... Uh, oh, you wanted to touch his feminine side or something? Yeah, I guess she thinks my dad is gay, which would be... Uh, unfortunate. Uh, you know, I don't know what that would be for our family and their uh, marriage that has gone for 30-plus years now. But, but that uh, shirt, yeah, that one right there. Yeah, she tried to be nice and buy my pops one of these... I you, love these, you yeah. You know, these uh, burn orange longhorn shirts. That, the little baby horns on them. That we sold out. We sold out numerous times. Let's let's make sure Jay knows it wasn't just one time. And my mom uh, trying to buy a nice gift for my dad, who wears a size large. She bought a women's size large. And that didn't fit him, huh? So, that didn't work? So they ordered it online. It showed up to the house in Galveston. And my dad opened it up, and he's like, yeah, I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at the tag, and it's like, large. Well, hold on. That's my size. But, uh, yeah, then they, they did a little digging and realized that, no, it was a woman's shirt. Yeah, I'm getting a couple of these. We'll see these at the mullet open, too. There you go. Giveaways. That's some giveaways on the side. Raffle Trey likes prizes. That. Men's or women's, Trey uh, asks. Uh, Trey probably, watched the women's sizes, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I believe there'll be a bunch of men's in there. <laughs>
Uh, for you, women's medium for you, yeah, huh? They don't have youth sizes, I think. That's <laughs> what uh, Trey would be looking for. So come out to St. Patrick today. Once again, they open at 930. All right, plenty of sports to get into. We've got some fun to have as well over the next couple of hours. But And the big news out of college football yesterday, Buck, I'm not sure if you saw this. So we've known for a while that the college football playoff was expanding from 4 to 12. Right. Right, and that starts this coming season. So the 2024 season, but it's the 2025 college football playoff will be the first year where we have 12 teams. Well, apparently, according to multiple people who cover college football, college football playoff officials are already discussing expanding the playoff again. Of course. Going from 12 to 14 teams, not way down the road, starting in 2026 which is not this coming playoff, but the next playoff. Sure. So we might only have this 12-team bit that we've all been talking for about and we've all been getting excited about for years. We might only have this for one season before we add even more. Yeah, that's that That seems like a lot in a hurry. Yeah. I would think you'd give yourself at least four years to check out what you got going here, you know, with 12. Where are we, we going to take this thing to? Eventually, it's going to be like the basketball tournament. 68? I mean, that's what the college basketball tournament has right now. You don't think college football would try that for the money? You can't you do that. Hey, you think TV would love that? Oh, of course they would. You know, the difference is, I mean, college basketball has 340 Division One teams. So 68 is too much. I'm not saying it's not. But the percentage of the teams that get into the college basketball tournament is not as high as the percentage of teams that get into the playoffs in other sports. Yeah, i say they'll probably stop at 24 and say, okay, that's it. think 24 is the max? Yeah, that's I, probably max. I think we're definitely headed to 16, right? Like, mm-hmm. a, a, that, that's what the FCS level does, and, you know, that just feels like a nice round And it's number. been working pretty good for them for a long, long time. Yeah, it has been, and it's fine, and I guess that's going to be fine for college football, Division One FBS college football, if that's what we get to, but... Why do we already need expansion? Like, we haven't even seen if this thing works yet. Give us a couple years. We're already saying it's not working and we haven't even tried it? How does that work? Oh, I I think they understand how it's it's going to work and it's going to create a lot of revenue. And they're thinking, how can we create even more revenue before we get the revenue? It's like Sark's contract. Nice. It's crazy. I've been thinking about that dude's contract. Yeah. What a life. Oh, yeah. You made a mistake getting out of coaching when you did. Oh, what a life, man. And those assistant coaches, if he gets paid, they get paid. Yeah, those guys are making seven figures now. Wow. You were making, what, six figs as a running backs Dude, coach? I made, I'll, I'll say this, in, was it 92, 93, I think I made, my my highest pay was $68,000. And I was so excited. I, it was like, it was like, it was unbelievable. Because when I first started at Boston College, you know, a couple years before that, only yeah. about eight or nine years before that, I was making $32,000 as an assistant but I was, that was, I mean, I got a job after one year of being a graduate assistant. I came back to my alma mater and was a running back coach for like 32. I think it was like 28 to $32,000. It was like, it was like gold then. I was, I was unbelievable. Man. But once again, but at that time, you couldn't afford to live in the, in the city of Ball. You couldn't live. You could be, a, you could, you'd have to be, you'd have to work for the bank. I had to work for my father-in-law's bank and been a vice president or something in order to survive there. You couldn't live off of $32,000. Did you have a part-time job? While you were coaching? No, no. What'd you do? I was a part-time drunk. <laughs> or a full-time drunk, part-time coach. Well, you still had to pay your rent. Yeah, well, I had wonderful in-laws. They had lots of cash. But they came that. through for you. Oh, yeah. Golly. $32,000 to be a Division One assistant college football coach? Yeah, I was 20. I was 20. 
27 years old, but that was all right at 27. That's horn money right there, what they were paying you. Oh, it was unbelievable. Not great. And then I got to, when I got, by the time I got to Texas, I was like at 68, you know, almost $70,000. And that was, I was like, okay, I'm okay. Yeah. And now running backs coaches are making. 250, 300. Maybe even more. I wonder what the so Shark what, Choice oh, is making The Choice here. is probably making more than that. Oh, my gosh. With the way he recruits. Yeah, with the job that he's done. He deserves. Well, if he's getting that, can you imagine what I should have been getting there? What I'd have been getting? Like $10, $10 an hour, probably. Not a chance, dude. No, too high? No, 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 no. Hmm. I'm not even going to toot my whistle. Yeah. I'll leave my whistle alone. My whistle can speak for itself. Yeah, I'm not. It talks? <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not going to mess with that, but now I'm very intrigued. If it, if it talks, then hold on. Oh, we got to get Ripley's boy. Believe It or Not out we here. are horrible this morning. The Guinness Book of World Records. Sorry I went away for a day and see what happened to Trey. Took this seat for a day. What happened? Uh, I feel like I got to apologize to Jay, too. <laughs> like, we're out in public, and he's like, oh, God, thank God our store's closed, and we don't have any customers here who wow. have to hear what's going on right man, now. Man, oh, man. Goodness gracious. But, yeah, I mean, 14 teams, like, Look, this doesn't surprise anybody. It's no. just hilarious to me that literally Trey and I's big story yesterday was that the college football playoff officially announced what the 12-team format was going to look like. Right. right? They, they said they're going to do the 5-plus-7 thing, where it's the five highest-ranked conference champions get automatic bids into the CFP, and then the other seven spots go to the seven sure. highest-ranked at-large teams. We literally just had that announcement two days ago, and then yesterday they're saying – yeah, that might only last for one year because we're wow. looking at adding more teams to the playoff. More revenue? More That's revenue. all it is. Yeah, look, sure. money talks and BS walks, and uh, this is all a business. We've known that for a long time, but it's just crazy how fast this thing has gone from two teams because forever it was just two teams. Then it went to four. Then it's going to 12 for one year. Now we're already talking about 14, and I got a hunch. the powers that be, you know how much they miss college football even at this time of the year now? They're thinking it's over. That's it? Yeah. It's done. Yeah, we're we can going, add more games. We can add more games. We're not making money right now. We can add a couple more weeks onto the season. Yeah. You know, people get a chance to still have some home games, you know, for their for their revenue at their home stadiums too through this way. This is this is this is fantastic. I mean, I don't know what enough is when enough is enough. I as I said, I like you said sixteen, they may get to twenty four and say that's it. But they can't go they can only go so far. This is not gonna be like I said they want, they'd like for it to be like college basketball, but they can't do it. Right. That's just too much. That's too many games for the players. It is indeed. And yeah, look, the, the reason the timing is what it is is because the college football playoff TV contract right. expires after next year. So the expansion with the 12-team playoff is going to be on the TV contract that we've had for right. a while. But now they're trying to sell the new playoff to all of these TV partners out there. And obviously the TV partners will pay more. Yeah, of course, with the thought of that. You got more teams in there. You got more games in there. Like that obviously is going to lead ESPN or Fox or CBS or whoever wants to spend the big bucks. LS might be all on streaming in a couple of years, the way things are going. Whoever wants to pony up the most, uh, they're going to do it. But obviously they will be willing to pony up more money if more teams are involved here. So uh, this... Man, I hate this. I hate this. Like to me, you know, six or eight felt like the perfect number. But everyone has known since the announcement of 12 came down right. that like once playoffs start to expand, you don't retract. Oh, no. You never take teams out of the playoff. You see it in every sport. And, and college football is not alone. Obviously, we talked about the NCAA tournament in basketball. The NFL recently added wild card teams in each league. Major league Ma- they recently added two wild card teams in each league. Uh, the NBA has added more games to its playoff within the last, you know, 20 years. The first round series used to be best of five. Now it's best of seven. 
So, yeah, once this postseason expansion begins, it doesn't stop. It's just you, you would hope that it was going to take a while for this next wave to start, and that is not the case. Yeah, I mean, as it grows, I mean, it'll, there'll be less. Will we have to play school then? Will we get to the point where the kids won't have to play school? What Nobody are they going to do? Nobody plays school. Even what? when the BCS existed, the kids weren't going to college to play school. I didn't go to college to play school. Well, we know that. Yeah. We got that part. I went to play women. <laughs> Whenever somebody asked what my favorite sport is, I said women. Women, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yes. that's what I went to school for. Yes. I'm going to no class. Come on, man. I had a buddy who was in town the other day who went to UT, who hasn't been back in a while. We went and got dinner at Cabo Bob's, proud sponsor of TSU. There you go. And um, he's like, man, what's campus look like these days? Is it different than college? I'm like, I, I can tell you what it looks like now. I couldn't tell you what it looked like back yeah, then. Yeah, I never went. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I was not about that. So I'm going to pull this up for you and everybody watching on YouTube right now. This is what a 14-team playoff would have looked like this year? This year with the, the last CFP rankings of the season, where obviously Texas was the number three seed in the college football playoffs. So Texas would have opened up as the three seed. They would have played the 14 seed. So I guess with this 14-team format, the top two seeds get buys. So Michigan was number one. Washington was number two. They would have had first-round buys if there were 14 teams in the CFP this past season. Texas would have been three going up against Liberty, which I guess was the highest-rated yeah, they were because they played at a New Year's Six. They were the highest rated G5 team. That would have been fun. So that would have been the first round matchup. Then Texas would have played the winner of Georgia Ole Miss in the 6-11 matchup. Perhaps not as fun. No. Yeah, I mean, this, this is what the future might look like. Obviously, the teams will be different every year and the seeds will be different every year. But uh, this is kind of the look of a 14-team college football playoff, which we might have two years from now. I mean, so you can still, I mean, with this, this system, you can still play somebody even in your own conference, correct? Yeah. I mean, you got Georgia and Ole Miss meeting in round one here. Uh, Ohio State and Penn State mm -hmm. meeting as a 7-10 matchup here. So, yeah, I mean, you could get – obviously, this was the case with the four-team playoff, but we knew there was a better chance with 12. And sure. the more teams you add, the higher likelihood it is that it happens. You can meet the same team three times in the same year. Yeah. Regular season, conference title. College football playoff. Well, I hope you're making money whether wherever you were, and people like those two games. Yeah, I mean, this is have. this is weird to look at, isn't it? Yes, like, it is. It's kind of cool, but it's also like God. And obviously, the the biggest argument against this from a fan perspective is, well, it devalues the regular season. And do you go on the road? I mean, those. I mean, teams that obviously, if you've got the cash to go to those trips when your team has to play an away game in the playoffs, you're going. Oh yeah. You're, yeah, you're going. So that's how it would work, right? That's how the 12-team playoff is going to work, or the first games for seeds 5 through 12. Dude, what would that home ticket cost? Will be on campus. playoff game on campus. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I mean, yeah, if Texas was a 5 seed, they got to host a playoff game, then, yeah, watch out. I mean, that's going to be special. And yeah, next year will be the first ever, like, on-campus postseason game. Hey, in the history they didn't of raise the football. ticket prices this year, but... You get to this part. Oh, yeah. The ticket price is about to go up. Yeah, look, I hope Texas does not have a home CFP game because I hope they're a top four seed and they get a uh, first-round buy. Sure. But the only way that happens is if they win the SEC because mm -hmm. the top four seeds. So I'll, I'll show you. It's funny. I had this pulled up yesterday, and we didn't get to it. But I'll show you what a 12-team playoff would have looked like this past season. As, uh, we got all sorts of stuff going on here. Okay, so uh, this is a little bit bigger. Let me see if I can zoom out right now. So this all fits on the same okay. screen. Okay, so yeah, this is what a 12-team playoff would have looked like with the new rules and the new conferences that are right. coming in 2024. So you see Texas has a two 
over Washington because Michigan and Washington are in the same conference right. now. So the top four seeds in this 12-team playoff with the 5 by 7 model, they have to be from different conferences. So you see a Big Ten team, you see an SEC team with Texas, you see an ACC team with Florida State, and then you see a Big 12 team with Arizona. This is confusing as hell. It's going to wow. take such a long time to get used to any of this crap. But that's what a 12-team playoff would have looked like last year with the new rules and the new conferences. So, so Texas would have not had to play an on-campus game this past season they because out, they had out. the highest record of any SEC team. So you see Georgia. Georgia would have been a seven seed in this format. Alabama, even though they did make the playoff as the number four seed, they would have been a six seed. Like any other team in the SEC that didn't win the conference would have to play in the Texas first round. Sit. Michigan obviously would sit. So that's the thing. Like with uh, you know, with this twelve-team format, um, make sure I get the camera right. There we go. With the twelve-team format, Texas could finish as the number two team in the CFP rankings at the end of next season. But if Georgia's number one, they'd have to play. Texas would have to be the five seed. Yeah, that's the highest they could be. Wow. So that's like, you know, everybody has known since the announcement came down that Texas was moving to the SEC. So there'll be stuff to argue about. Of course. Why is this happening to us? Always. Yep. But that's, you know, that's the rule for at least one year. Uh, But yeah, the path to the CFP is obviously more difficult coming out of the SEC than it is coming out of the Big 12. But now we know for sure that that's You're going to see more SEC teams in there. No matter, the, the more they pump it up, the more those teams are going to see in the playoffs. Well, that's what they're talking about with the 14-teamer, wow. is that they would have four auto bids for the SEC and four auto bids for the Big 10, which are clearly the two best leagues in the sport. And then the other six spots would wow. go to all of the other conferences combined. So you would expect to see Texas in there every year. Yeah, I think this is the NC2A or the CFP trying to like, hey, Big Tw- uh, Big Ten and SEC, can you all stay? Don't leave and start your own league, please. Don't ignore all of us. We'll give you all of these automatic bids if you stay in this same NCAA space. What about the your marks? What's the, going on with them? With the rest of our teams, and I have a hunch the SEC and Big Ten are still going to be like, yeah, no, we, we don't need you guys. Thanks, but no thanks. No, we're, we're out of here. We're out of here. Yeah, we're going to do something different. Yeah, sorry about that, your mark. <laughs> nothing for him? No, nothing for that, POS. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's the latest with college football playoff expansion just when you think you know what's going to happen, they do this to us. So d- don't get used to what we see next season because we might only see it next season. season. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, the world that we live in. Yeah, I would say, you know, I, 24 is a lot. You're probably right. 16 will probably do it. Yeah, I, I would say 8 would do it. But it's. Uh, I think it's going to be Too 16. much money involved. Yep, 100%. All right, before we shift gears here, speaking of your Mark U, quick shout-out to the Texas women's basketball team. Oh, yeah. They beat your Mark U last night. We'll let you hear from the head coach, Vic Schaefer, in a moment. Even though Texas won, he was pissed about his team's performance at the Moody Center last night. So let you hear from uh, the head coach of the Texas women's basketball team. Not in here. a good mood at the Moody, is he? Not in a good mood. I watched most of that game last night on LHN. Thankfully, the Longhorns won, but it was not a pretty performance against a very pedestrian Texas Tech team. So we'll get to that. We've got some NFL. We've got some oh, yeah. fun to have. All of that and more coming up. But first, Buck, some shout-outs to some sponsors. Our good friends at Texas Orthopedics. If you're seeking that specialized patient-focused orthopedic care, contact the experts and our friends at Texas Orthopedics. Their physicians offer surgical and non-surgical orthopedic care for children and adults, spinal care, sports medicine, trauma care, joint replacement, rheumatology, and even more. While you're there, do say hello to Dr. Christopher Daney and Christopher Stockton. 
They are dedicated orthopedic surgeons, and their goal is to get you back into good health and that great quality of life that you deserve. Texas Orthopedic is the largest independent orthopedic practice in Texas. For more information, go to TXOrtho.com. Absolutely. Shout out Texas Orthopedics. Also, some love to Jack Allen's Kitchen. We're going to be there for dinner tonight. Nice. Yep. You, me, and Trey grabbing a nice meal at Jack Allen's. Looking forward to that. If you are looking for a great dining experience, go to any of the five Austin area Jack Allen's Kitchens. You're going to have an amazing time every single time that you go. The service is second to none. They start you off with that house-made pimento cheese. Don't go with Foss because he ain't paying. No, don't go with Foss because he ain't paying. Alligator Arms Foster. That's what we're going to have to start calling that, dude. Oh, I love it. I love Foss, man. But next time I see him, I'm going to have to call him out for that. Oh, no. There's enough right there over the last couple of days that I've given it to him. God. But the great burgers, the enchiladas, the mm. quesadillas, the fish. The fish is fantastic. they got the rainbow trout. They've got the salmon that you had last oh, time the you were there. Unbelievable. Oh, great salads. Of course, the full bar as well. They've got the Altstadt beer on tap at Jack Allen's Kitchen. I'm telling you, great selection, food for the whole family, food for the whole office, or hey, if you're uh, just looking for a great spot to catch a happy hour, have a couple of drinks and maybe some bites at the bar, Jack Allen's Kitchen, the place to go. Love it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of the filet of fish, but Jack Allen's was much better than filet of fish. Yeah, I'd hope so. Yes. That's a pretty low bar for them to cross. <laughs> uh, I think it's significantly better than what they're serving at McDonald's. Not at your, not at, well, not, at least not at the ones where you live. Down in Oak Hill, not at that place. Oh, yeah, you hate that McDonald's. Oh, you know, come on fu- now. It's funny. I looked at uh, Google. You heard of that before? Oh, yeah, I heard of Google. Yeah, they've got uh, reviews that people leave. And don't you don't, don't tell me that place is... I looked at like the 15 McDonald's that were closest to my place. Oh, no. And the one that had the highest reviews, the one in Oak Hill. There's not a chance. <laughs> that is, there's no way. That you hate on so much. It's the only one for miles and miles and miles and... How you get in and out the way Oak Hill is right now. How you get in and out of that place, I'll never know. Yeah. The place is a mess. Oh, the construction around there is oh, a joke. I, I don't ever go south from where I live. I can't do it. I'm still a big fan, believe me, as I told my wife. I'm a big fan of going through there. I can still get through there quicker, even though they're doing construction now than it was 10 years ago when I lived at the other, when I lived at the other place. Yeah. You, it would take 40 minutes to get through there on a, re, like a regular time. Now, it takes you, maybe, it'll take you maybe 10, 15 minutes to get through. Even when it's really, tra- people call that traffic. You know, Trey's lived in Chicago Drink Up, where he knows what traffic really is. This is nothing that we live in. It really isn't. But it's not good, but you're right. I mean, I, like, it's not Chicago. It's not New Dallas. York. You've been in Houston. You know, yeah, Houston, Houston traffic is worse for sure. Boston traffic, just it'll just make you cry. You just sit in your car and cry. You just see people in tears just sitting there. Oh, at least they have move. public transit in some of those yes, cities. That, that's though. right. Like the problem with Texas is our all of our public transportation is horrible. So you can't you can't really not have a car if you live in a place like this. I guess if you live downtown and you work downtown, you can get away with just walking everywhere. But realistically, you are going to need a car. There's no way to avoid traffic if you're. Well, I didn't in have Boston. a car as a student at Boston College, so I took the trolley all the time. Hmm. I was on the T. The T, like Frank Thomas. I was on your the T was low. No, you're you're no. on those uh, low T pills. Trolley, dropping that change into the trolley dump and going. Your girlfriend liked it too. Yeah, she hated that. Hey, nice ride there, Buck. How much did it? <laughs> you had to take her on <laughs> dates on the, the trolley. trolley are you uh, how much did that cost to ride that thing? I think it was probably about seventy-five cents at that time. I went to school back in the day in the seventies. Eighteen or nineteen? 
19. Uh, are we sure? I'm pretty positive about that. So, uh-huh. Shout out to Michael C. who comments. And, and what's going on right now? What, what's going on with cell phones now? You, you, Oh, we didn't even talk about yeah, this. Yeah, what's going on? Did, did Russia get us? So the Russians got us now? I don't know if the Russians got us. I don't know if the Chinese got us. I don't know if the Saudis got us. I think it's the Russians got us. You know, they start doing their nuclear stuff in space. Apparently, so, AT&T is out. Like, all across the country, if you have AT&T as your cell phone carrier... You do not have cellular access right now. So thankfully, I'm a Verizon guy. And even more thankfully, the mobile hotspot that we use to power these broadcasts is Verizon. Because if we were on AT&T today, we would not be having a show that anybody could hear. Yeah, I used to do Verizon. I wonder what I am right now. How do you not know? I know because I'm on my wife's deal. Uh, it says at the top, you're on Spectrum. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you, Spectrum. That's right, Spectrum. I'm on Spectrum out there. People actually oh, use Spectrum Mobile. Course. Yes, they use Spectrum Mobile. Yes, Rectum Mobile. It's it's really good out there in Dripping Springs too. Is that right? Yes. Okay. See all those Spectrum trucks around. When you see a lot That's of not trucks. a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see that. That's how you know their service sucks. <laughs> is they've got trucks all around fixing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Is that what it is? Yes. Well, hell, I see Amazon all around the place. They must be doing pretty well. Yeah. I see them about three times a day. Very different. Place. Very, very okay. different. Yeah, they're delivering goods. They're not fixing problems. I don't even know if they're goods, but they're delivering something. To your every, place? Every day. Is your wife a big uh, Amazonian? Yeah, she gets on there and orders stuff. I like to, you know me, I like to get in the car and waste gas and go do things. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I think uh, my, my mom... There's like three or four Amazon drivers that go to my parents' place in Galveston, and she knows all of them. I know when you know them all. Oh, you my know? God. They're yeah. waving at you out in the yard. They know my dog's name. Like, it's it's out of control. So they come to come to the house, and they go like this. Uh, no, Mr. Godbolt, there's nothing for you. I'm always thinking, me? They go, no, nope, <laughs> nothing for you as usual. Yep. Yep, you're always excited to see if there's anything there. Yeah, Even though you're the guy who orders it, you would know if there was something coming for you. Nothing ever comes for me. Yeah, no, your wife's not buying you much, I guess. No, not these days. Shout out to Michael C., who says this little jelly cat looks like piece of shit Phil or whatever his <laughs> name is. <laughs> no, the Groundhog Day guy. That's Ponsatani Phil. And what did he tell you? We were going to have an early spring. Are we having a nice spring? We right are. Now? Yeah, the people in the Northeast were pissed because of the, oh, the uh, snowstorm. snowstorm that they had right after Groundhog Day, but... No, we've been lucky. Uh, that's uh, Pina Colada Phil or whatever his name it's is. continues on, too. The weather continues on. Yeah, we've been lucky. Uh, no rain in the forecast for you people over the next 48 hours either. No. Thank you very much for that. Oh, are you, are you, are you not satisfied with what I'm saying? Well, we'll see if it rains. I'll be satisfied if you're correct with your prediction for the first time in a month and a half. Well, it's been a little off. Yeah, today's uh, TBT video actually kind of calls you out. So we'll get to that a little bit <laughs> later. The flooding. And what is it, flooding in California again? It's some guy calling out a weatherman. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty funny. So we'll talk oh, about no. that a little bit later. Uh, we did mention earlier that uh, we let y'all hear from Vic Schaefer, the head coach of the Texas women's basketball team. We'll play this real quick. Texas ranked number five in the country. They beat Texas Tech last night at the Moody Center, 77-72, to 72, the final score. This game was pretty close throughout, and I probably watched the majority of the second half, and it was just ugly, and Texas was mm-hmm. never able to distance themselves. Texas Tech is just over 500. They're 5-10 and 10 in the Big 12. Texas is competing for a conference championship. Right now, Texas is tied for second place in the Big 12. Right. They've got a lot to play for. They've got a big matchup at OU coming up here. Uh, either this weekend or next week. Oklahoma's in first place in the league right now. So Texas has a lot to play for. They had won six in a row going into last night's game. Once again, they did win, but here's a little bit of uh, the head coach 
Vic Schaefer in his post-game press conference last night. It just irks me. Again, playing cool. Cool don't win. Cool gets you beat, gets the coach fired. That's what cool does. And, and it just it bugs the crap out of me when you have worked all year to put yourself in this position with four to go, you have four championship games. Now we have three. And that's what you're going to bring to the table? I might owe CDC some money. I might not earn my check tonight. So there's a little bit from Vic Schaefer's press conference, Buck. The people saw you rolling your eyes a little bit. Your thoughts on uh, those comments after a win? Had a bad game, Coach. It, it's, it wasn't the end of the world. You won the game. You got a W. You should say that part first. Hey, thanks for the W, ladies. We got that win despite how we played. I mean, that that's enough to say despite how we played, we got a win. I don't think it's the end. Of the, I don't think it's the end. Of the, it sounded like the end of the world was coming. Yeah, for his team, like he was like he was preparing to lose another one. Right. You know, that was only. But they didn't, I'm sorry, they didn't lose that game, did they? They didn't lose. Look, that was only 35 seconds of his whole sure. press conference. So. I'm, pretty, I'm sure there are some individuals that played pretty well, but he just wants to make. He's trying to make sure yeah. that he doesn't owe CDC any money. That's what he's trying to say. He's just trying to send a message. I mean, look, Texas was a 26 and a half point favorite in this game last night. They won by five. So, like, they they did not play well. They were supposed yeah. to blow out this Texas Tech team. And Vic Schaefer realizes that, no, these last three games, we're playing for a conference title, but we're also playing some really, really good teams. Sure. And if we play like we play tonight against Oklahoma, they're going to run us out the gym. Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering, I didn't hear the, everybody gives us their best shot. You know, I was waiting to hear that from them. Oh, yeah. You know, we got their best shot. Doesn't everybody give you their best shot? That's my least favorite thing. That's that my I think, least favorite of all Texas coaches te- when well, they give me that. And Texas fans say it, too. Yeah, and no. it's just like. Do, do y'all think they don't try against other teams? Yeah. Did it, like they only they see Texas coming to town and they're like, oh, we care about our sport that we practice for every single day. All of a sudden, oh, the burn orange and white are coming here. We're going to give you our best of the best. Now we're going to play hard. Yeah, Is that yeah. okay? Ah, we're playing Oklahoma State. We don't care about a win against no. them. Like That's the biggest crock of crap ever. Yeah, uh, they play hard every single night. So, yeah, thankfully, yeah, Vic Schaefer didn't say that. Uh, but you're right. Texas coaches are very victim to saying the most cliche line in Texas fandom. But, yeah, I mean uh, that's I mean that's that's a win. Now you got three to go. Yeah. I mean, and, I, and obviously he probably didn't say that to the ladies. I'm I'm pretty sure it was probably worse actually. Well, they were in the locker room. You yeah. know what I mean? That that gets to be worse. Yeah. That's just his that's his spill to the to the public. But they got it. You know, they got an earful. They did. You yeah. Know, you know, in that locker room, it was it was coming out. So and there were a couple of you know players who were up there on the podium with them, right during that press conference. So they got to hear that. Yeah. Of course, the players who weren't up there also, I'm sure, heard that or saw that on social they're probably, media. They're probably going, boy, you should have heard the locker room. If you think this is bad, <laughs> you didn't hear anything. Yeah. Compared to what we heard. Yeah. So we got a couple of comments on YouTube, you know, saying Schaefer kind of annoys me and. Tired of this guy being long-winded and profound. Look, it's working. I mean, you might not love his coaching style. I say this all the time. If the team is winning, I don't give a rat's you-know-what about what the coach has to say. Like, Greg Popovich is the biggest POS to the media ever. Right. But because he's won five championships, he's one of the best coaches in the history of sports, people are like, ah, it's okay. He can get away with it. Same with Nick Saban, right? The greatest college football coach of all time. That guy treated the media like crap and at times would just give you nothing when talking to people. Bill Belichick, another yeah. prime example. Well, Those guys, nobody cared because they just won. You know, Vic Schaefer's obviously not that level, but by the he's way, got Texas Vic, playing really Vic, well Vic right Schaefer's now. pretty consistent on how he does this. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's the beginning of the season, the second game of the season. If they, if they play terribly, they're going to hear about it. The fans will hear about it. 
and he'll apologize to the university and maybe give them some money back. You think he's actually going to do that? Yeah, I'd like to see him do that. I'd like to see him write out a check for like 30000 and give it to CDC. See if he'll take it. The game check? Yeah, just, oh, here, here. Here's yeah. 30000 CDC. We really play lousy. I didn't do a good job. Here's 30000 Do you think CDC will take it? No. Trey, would you take that if you were the athletic director of a place? The NIL fund. The NIL uh, fund. Texas <laughs> One Fund. I was going to say donate it to charity, but that's even better. One fund. There Maybe you not. go. Yeah, if he's going to do it, okay, give it to him. Yeah. Don't just say it. If you feel like you owe it to him, give it to him. That would be awesome. You talk about a level of accountability. Wow. If you lose a game as a coach that you're not supposed to lose, hell, I, I would love it if professional players did this too. It's like well, that's you, not going to work. It'll never happen, but like if a player who makes a ton of money – uh, has a horrible night and costs his team an important game. If he's like, yeah, you know what? I, I didn't play well. I did not deserve or earn my game check. I'm going Wags to donate it to charity. You see if Wags will give you some money today. Wags isn't giving me nothing. <laughs> Come on, man. Wags doesn't ever give me anything. No chance <laughs> he's giving me money for today's show. Come on, man. Yeah. If uh, if anyone has a bad show, I'm going to hit him with a Venmo request. What's hey. a Venmo? Hey, can you, can you give this back to me? No. Not your best work right there, guy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, look, the women's team, they got the win last night, but uh, it was not a very aesthetically pleasing performance. But they uh, found a way to get it done. They're at UCF this weekend. UCF's the worst team in the conference, so they should win that one. The game at OU is a week from yesterday. So next Wednesday, that could be for first place in the Big 12 conference. Yeah, you know, like I said, he that's his spill to, to the public, but – uh, they're probably getting ripped in the locker room, but he's also going to tell people who had a good game, "Hey, nice way, thanks for bailing us out tonight." Mm-hmm. You, know, you got to give you got to give some some kudos because you did win the basketball game, right? They did. I mean, and, and I think the fans like to hear, you know, despite you know we had a rough game, you know, and we've got three more to go, and their championship type of game, we did win the game. They did win the game, and they needed to to stay one game. Hey, back. win by a field goal, win by one, whatever you have to do in the champ. And if this is the championship run. Yep, you take that win, don't they, you? We were saying that with the Texas football team, right? All uh, that whole that whole half of the season. The only thing that shows up in the standings are wins and losses. That's right. So you can win all of these games in the second half of the season by one point, and you're still going to make it to the Big Twelve championship. That's but he's real consistent on the way his his actions are when he talks about that basketball team, which is good. What about this? comment from ruse goofy growing coaches and players only get paid for wins what about that every time you lose you don't get your paycheck that's never happened you're gonna talk about uh competitive wow uh, that will increase the level of competition you get in sports if you do something that, like the that. brawls would be back now the brawls yeah brawls brawls yes yeah, not brawls the brawls will be back uh, we still see brawls there was a bad one the other night in college oh. basketball i gotta find that video for you a little bit later so there you go. There's your Texas women's basketball talk. By the way, the women's team uh, currently a two seed in ESPN's latest bracketology. The men's team currently an eight seed in Joe Lenardi's latest bracketology, which came out yesterday. They'd be an eight seed in the Midwest region. They would play Virginia in round one in that eight nine game. And the number one seed in the Midwest, according to Joey Brackets right now, the Purdue Boilermakers. There you go. Now, Texas, of course, played Purdue two years ago in the tournament and lost in the round of 32. Purdue still has that giant, I'm going to call him a POS, but I hate him, Zach Eady. He gets in the way. That 7-4 guy who's one of the best players in college basketball. Texas had no answer for him. Or does he clog up the middle? Yeah, he does. So that would be a scary matchup. But the good news, potentially, Purdue lost to a 16 seed last year. So I went ahead and looked at the two 16 seeds that Texas might be playing. 
Eastern Kentucky and Merrimack. So be ready for that. Potential 8-16 matchup in round two if you're in the same region as Boiler Up. Merrimack. There's no chance Purdue loses to no. 16 seats two Wait a minute, is that right? duck a jelly two right there? <laughs> See it? Is that one of the... Is that one of those jelly jam is jokes? That, that, is that is that big duck one of those two it is a jelly is? cat yeah let me see if i can reach around see if that duck oh. takes bread let's see if i can reach around and grab this i gotta be careful look at that with thing the... oh there's a little there's ducklings attached to it oh look at that, that. A little pouch this is even on camera that is cool it is wow <laughs> bucky is done with bracket talk we're Dude, on to awesome. stuffed animal talk yeah two little ducklings that fits in the pouch do ducks have pouches in real life that's a no, they do not. Pit, no, right? they just have to. They just have to swim for their lives, right? Look out for the big fish behind, following mama when the little ducklings are out there. Yeah, I've seen one of those get taken down by a musk musky, big musky in Pennsylvania. You saw a giant duck or a duckling? Duckling get taken right from behind, just snagged, just snagged but, on down to the bottom. They're like crossing the street or something, and no, in the water. Oh, a fish, big teeth, musky. Look at that. Oh, that is so cute. <laughs> What the hell would I do? With, what would you do with these? Trey, kids would do this. Would they, they like these, right? Things like this. For what? What is the reasoning for stuffed animals anyway? Yeah. Cuddle? I, cuddle? That's for the dog. That's what the dogs are chewing stuff. The dogs eat those. Yeah, they're not cuddling with those. They're trying to destroy those. I mean, these are like... Did you not have a stuffed animal no, as a kid? I, I never had a stuffed animal. I never had a teddy bear. I didn't have one. They probably didn't make teddy bears back then. In, 18, yeah. in the 1800s. That explains why you're such a horrible human being. Yeah. Uh, Trey, did you have a stuffed animal as a kid? Yeah. You're not sure you did. You're not really sure about that. You can ask your mom. She's probably going to say, hell no, you didn't. Beanie babies or something? I know I had some beanie babies as a kid. I don't think I slept with a stuffed animal. Yeah, I mean, you Maybe I did when I was a baby, baby. Yeah, everybody. Every, yeah, that was your blankie, your BB. I had a B. Your BB? Yeah, my Oh, you daughter. had a B as a baby? That's yeah. impressive. Oh, yeah. You had my, a lot of game back then. Yeah, my... No, Good job. My, my daughter had a B, her blankie. It was the nastiest thing in the world. I think that thing may have been washed one time in like five years. She went, and she went everywhere with it on planes. You know, they would turn a plane around for my daughter's B. That thing was horrible. It was horrible looking. It smelled horrible. Even after you washed it, it still, there was something about the stench. Of where she would have that thing. She could be filthy, dirty from outside. Come in, first thing she'd do is put that thing like around her face and yeah. stuff. It was the nastiest. Why nastiest. didn't you wash it? Well, we washed it, but it still was just a funk monster. Just it was a biohazard. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. Everybody has a little bee, a little blanket, but I never had a stuffed animal. Stuffed animals probably cost too much back in the, oh, when was I born? 55? In the 60s, probably too much money. How was stuffed animal. We probably need to keep the electricity on. Or the AT&T keeps the cell phones going. It is, uh, <laughs> it is George Washington's birthday today. When you were at the Constitutional <laughs> Convention, did George have a stuffed animal with no, him by no. chance? I was just there for Mr. Adams. I was not there during Washington's time. John Quincy, I was there for that. <laughs> I was not there for George. <laughs> I think they were alive around the same time. Yeah, I, I, I didn't do much with George. Okay, that's good. Just with Jeff George. Jeff George. That's the guy that you did stuff with. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, today is an important day for you okay uh it is a traumatic day for one former maybe current but i know at least former heb employee oh no today is national supermarket employee day 
Yes. So, Buck, any plans for you to recreate the time where you kidnapped and potentially sexually assaulted no, she, an HEB she worker? She never got into the. I, she never got into the trunk. I just wanted to pass her the groceries. I was in the. Tr- I had to go in first. She didn't buy. You like, said either. she went in first. No. You keep changing the story. No, no. Now that the Me Too movement is around, you have no. changed the story. That was that was before I met my wife. That's when I was I had 15 years of being alone and the HEB baggers. There was one really really cute HEB bagger. She had this cool little tattoo on her hand, and she asked me. I had a, a whole load of groceries. She said, "Hey, would you need? Would you like some help out there?" You know what I decided to do? I said, "For sure. Why not?" Mm. And and then and then I opened up the trunk and then. She and and then I got in no in the back of the trunk <laughs> no and then I just I I moved all around the cedar chips, you know just <laughs> move the cedar chips around <laughs> okay <laughs> and uh, then, to create a more comfortable atmosphere well the smell oh. the smell from you know the when, you, when people are there in the back of the trunk yeah, yeah. okay but I, yes how many other employees had been back there before? I've never I've never asked anybody to help me with my bags except for that one time and she got in the trunk with you. No, and dude. you locked the trunk. You climbed <laughs> over the seat and, and took off. went into the driver's seat and took off. Yes. Oh, Do I have hey, that correct? You okay back there? Yeah. Just making sure. You're hitting those corners with the milk <laughs> and the cedar, the cedar chips. No, that's, that's, it's, it's a true story, except for all of the stuff that's been embellished a little bit. It really that She did it. She did actually come out and help me put stuff in because I was, I was trying to throw my game because it was hard throwing the game with people in the line behind me. Mm. You know what I mean? You were trying to spit game? I was trying to spit game in the line. Of On the an H-E-B. H-E-B cashier. She's a bagger. Bagger, excuse She's me. A bagger. She was not a cashier. She and you were a... trying to bagger. I wasn't trying to bagger. It sounds like you did. I was just trying to, I was trying to just throw a little game at her. That's did, all. Did you get a phone number or anything? I'm not saying. Nobody needs to know that about yeah. her. No one knows who she is. This was years ago. You were it single. Was years ago. You're fine. What's up there in BKs? The, the one at BKs there? I, I doubt she works there anymore. No, she's not there. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know where she is. That's my. Well, I know where. I, well, you kept that number. I, I just say I know where she is, where she's located. Oh, okay, you know where the body is. <laughs> no. Oh, this is awful. Come on, this, <laughs> my sisters are listening this morning. Not anymore. They probably turned this off a couple of minutes ago after well, hearing this story. We are at Sue Patrick's so. though. Yeah. Once again, this place is not open till 9.30. Thank, thankfully, for Jay's sake. Wow, man, oh, man. It will be joining us here. What about the ball bit. caps? What about the uh, baseball caps <laughs> going on? Oh, you're done with this story. Yes. Uh, yeah, of course. They've got the on-field caps, the same one that the Texas baseball players wear. They've got all the colors, too. The burnt orange, the whites, the gray. They've got all of them, plus the hat that I'm rocking right now. This is the best seller. It is the best. It, it is. It's just a it, it's a basic-looking hat, but it's super comfortable. I wear it all the time. It's Absolutely. burnt orange. It's got the white longhorn Very right on washable. the front. You just throw it in the wash. Very I washable, like unlike uh, Bucky's B. Uh, they got the <laughs> baseball jerseys. they got football jerseys. They've got polos. They've got golf gear. They've got pants. They've got everything. And, of course, the uh, phenomenal selection of women's clothing. Oh, that, it's incredible. That, that they've been known for here at St. Patrick for decades now. They've got it all, 5222 Burnett Road. Or if you can't make still it. still piled up there, yeah, almost they, to the ceiling. The world-famous snow globes. Yes. That's the perfect gift. It is It, it is kind of the perfect gift. I'm, I'm telling you. I still would like to. I'm going to have that shipped to my sister. 
back in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. There you go. She really that that is a cool that was a cool item during Christmas. But that's that's any time. Yeah, I was gonna say you know it's uh, the holidays have come and gone. But if someone at the office gets a promotion or bat, something you know, like the that, bats in there, the flying bats yeah, are in there. It's a perfect thing for the desk at home, at the office, wherever. It's a great gift for I love anybody. Store. The store is awesome. Yeah, no, it's the, the and now that they got here. the little jellies, which and a watermelon jelly. I mean, this is mm-hmm. look they got they got the. Um, Look at that's this. not a corny dog, is it? That is a that is uh oh that is a that's a hot dog. I oh, think. it's a hot dog. Yes. You're okay with the hot dogs. You just yes. don't like the corn dogs, right? Bijan on the top of it, right there. Yeah, they got this. They got a little frog mushroom bit here that I'm holding. Yeah, that's for Trey. He likes the shrooms. Oh yeah, yeah there you go, Trey. Yeah, good. Okay, so come out and see us at Sue Patrick. We'll be here until ten o'clock this morning. All right. Uh, before we get into some NFL, we've got some interesting. Free agency proposals. All right. The National Football League. For the Cowboys and the Texans. So ESPN has ranked the top 50 free agents in the NFL, and they have picked the best fit for all of those players. And they've got one guy going to the Cowboys and one guy going to the Texans. And I want to get your thoughts on uh, if either or both make sense. But before we do that, another sponsor shout out. Dr. Greg Ecker. Love Dr. Ecker. I still haven't gone to see him. That's right. I'm delaying like most of you people do when it's time to go to the dentist. I didn't want to do it, but I have delayed it a little bit. And Dr. Eckert has an all-star group of professionals that do general dentistry and the most advanced work. I had my teeth restored in just two visits, and you can too. If you're interested in those veneers, he'll get that done for you. Seven years I've had these veneers in, and I love them. But if you're interested in dental implants, find out if you're a candidate for dental implants by giving him a call at 512-345-3166. But if you need extractions, teeth cleaning, teeth whitening, uh, Dr. Eckert is there for you. As I said, 28 years of service in Central Texas, over 1,500 cases of restoring teeth. As I said, also this, if you have trouble and you have dental anxiety and you need IV sedation, Dr. Eckert will give you that if need be. Now, some of you need to get over that, get away from that dental anxiety, which it took me like 100 years to get over. Mm-hmm. Not quite 100, but it took me a long time to get over dental anxiety. But IV sedation may be the way to go, whether it's just to clean your teeth or some general dentistry done. You want to get that done. You want to get that work done so that it helps your overall health. But Dr. Eckert will be there for you. Once again, 512-345-3166. He's our dentist. He should be your dentist also. Absolutely. Shout out, Doc. You and also shout out to our man, Tom McKay of yes. AV Consultations. We'll let you hear from him right now. This is Tom McKay, owner of Audiovisual Consultations, and we'd like to take a moment to thank all of our clients for making the last 25 years both fun and fruitful. For those of you who have not experienced our services yet, we'd like to invite you to give us a try for all of your home electronics needs. We take care of everything from surround sound home theaters and distributed audio to computer networks, home surveillance systems, to a new television in the living room or bedroom. And we come to you. There's no need to leave your home to find great pricing and incomparable service. No traffic, inexperienced sales geeks, or pushy showroom tactics. Just give us a call and we'll visit you at your home or business to take a look at what you really need. Just relax, hug your kids, and smile. We make your electronics and life simpler to manage. So give us a call and discover what over 7,000 families and businesses already have. Audiovisual Consultations is the easiest, most complete way to enjoy today's electronics. Call us at 512-255-8678. That's 512-255-8678 or online at avconsultations.com. You know, BK, I never got a chance, uh, you know, on our, our our code of text line Yeah. and how that came in after Sark. I know we talked a little bit on the show that morning, but how was the rest of the day on the contract for Sark? Were, were there 
was it about 50 50 or, or more folks saying no he deserved that contract let's go let's not no need to look back no need to have any skepticism about what the future looks like for Texas football? I'd say it was about 80-20 in favor of was there? Sark okay, getting good. that contract. And I think the 20%, that's not like, oh, fire Sark. I think it was just... Uh, they were going to bitch about it anyway. Yeah, did we need to give him that many years? Did we need to give him that much money? Has he done enough to warrant being in the category with you know Kirby Smart and Dabo Sweeney, guys who have each won two national championships? So there were some folks, an understandable take. I mean, it's, it's, a, sure. it's a big money long-term extension for a guy who's had one really good year as a head coach, both at Texas, but also in his coaching career. So I I get it. I'm not like a hundred percent bought in on Steve Sarkeesian being here for the entirety of this contract. I feel good about it. I'm confident in him. And clearly this program is trending in the right direction, but you know, I understand if you have some hesitancy or some reservation with that much money and that many years being thrown his way. Yeah, I just wonder if there were, the hesitancy was about, you know, is he that is he that good? I mean, it's once again, it's not your money. So right. I, know, I know you're going to pay for season tickets or tickets in general, and you're going to support the team. But just I, 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 I think people look at it too many times like it's their money. Like, hey, that's my money yeah. you're giving away. No, don't worry about that part of it. Just worry about if he can coach. And so far, so good. Yeah. It really is. And I, I just don't like to be hesitant about a coach. Once he's done well, I don't want to start thinking, oh, now he's going to suck. I want to think now he's going to get better. You I, know? Do, I do too. I, I hope this is. And as you said, if there's 80% of them that think that way, the other 20% are going to think that way, the other way anyway. I hope this is Sark turning a corner, right? And sure. Players get better. Coaches get better with time. And I think Sark has evolved a lot as a head coach. And I think we saw a lot of that evolving last season. Can I also say that is kind of the going rate now? It is. In college football? It is. And he was wow. going to get an extension anyways, but like we talked sure. about, with Nick Saban retiring and Alabama oh, reaching yes. out, like that upped the ante even more. No doubt. For Chris Del Conte to uh, get this deal done with Sark. Because you know Alabama was going to be willing to offer oh, yeah. that type of money. I mean, that'd be a pay cut for them. Like Saban was closer to $12 million a year. You're right. Underpaid. But if they only had to pay Sark, you know, $10, $10.5 million like he's making now, yeah, that, that would have been cheap for them. Well, that dude wasn't sticking around for seven. No. You know, he had been gone. Oh, yeah. Anybody anybody would have paid him more than seven. I mean, he's been, you know, last year he was underpaid. It's hard to say the first two years he was underpaid just based on the results. Mm-hmm. But you look at Texas being a blue blood in college football and you compare Sark's salary his first couple of seasons, first few seasons, it was three, to, you know, coaches at other blue bloods across college football. Sark was paid less than all of them. Yeah. And, and plus the continuity of what's going on throughout the entire, not just the program, but the university. With the president, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. With the athletic director, everybody's all together on what they're looking to do. It looks like everybody has a say in in what's happening right now at the university. And they're all in agreement. You know, if if one person speaks up, it's not like they don't have any rogues out there doing things by themselves. It's it's all together. Like you said, BBs are back, kind of back in the box right now. Yep. They had to go PJ Fleck. Everyone's kind of rowing the boat in the same direction. Absolutely. Which is great. I mean, Tom Herman talked about this. Uh, alignment was a word he used all the time. It wasn't actually there with Tom Herman. No, that dude was rowing a rowboat through an ocean. I don't know what the hell that guy was doing. But yeah, with Sark, I mean, it feels like the three biggest powers that be when it comes to the University of Texas football program. It's really the president, it's the athletic director, and it's the football coach. Those are the guys who make stuff happen. Mm -hmm. Those guys are all in unison. Absolutely. And it's working incredibly well. And of course, facilities upgrades, we've already seen them and more are coming with a new practice facility. Obviously, the South End Zone project was huge a couple of years ago. 
And uh, NIL is all together. NIL, right? absolutely. I mean, Texas has that figured out down to a science right now. And that's clearly helping this team on the recruiting front and in the transfer portal. Everything is working right now, which is why most Texas fans, I think, feel good about Sark's extension because, you know, what we saw last year, but also what we keep seeing. Correct. And that, and that quote from Sark at the National Signing Day presser two weeks ago, where he talked about being borderline obsessed with winning. We know actions speak louder than words. Sure. But that, that was, I loved hearing that. And, like, I, I believe that that's true. And I just think of the last time, Trey talks about this all the time, right? It's felt like in recent years, whenever Texas has had an ounce of success, they've let it get to their head. The success flew. Like, it, it doesn't feel like that's happening right now with this program. It feels like this group is not like, oh, man, we just won the Big 12 for the right. first time in forever. We just made it to the CFP. Now we're good. Like, we could take our foot off the gas. We just bought ourselves a bunch of time. No. It's like it, that's just the beginning. They're pissed. They, they came so close right. to the national title. Like, really, so close. They were 12 yards away. They had four shots at the end zone to get to a national championship game in a game that, uh, you know, they felt like they might have had a chance to win. Sure, so close, but yet so far. And they're pissed. It's yeah. like, no, that wasn't enough. It's like, oh, we had the taste of glory, but it was just robbed from us at the final second. Now we want to do whatever we need to do to ensure that we not only get back there, but also take another step. And we have everything to facilitate us to get to that part. That's what that's what's good about it. Yeah. There's no there's no excuse for, no, we don't have this. No, we don't, you know, we don't have an indoor facility. We, we just we just don't have enough NIL money to hang with others. They have everything that they need. You're right. I mean, if things do start to falter with Steve Sarkeesian, uh, there won't be any excuses, right? No. I mean, it's everything around him is where it needs to be. You know, when Charlie was here, it was, oh, he wasn't getting enough support. When Tom Herman first got here, it was, oh, you know, the facilities aren't where they need to be. And NIL didn't exist, and Texas wasn't doing the under-the-table stuff. And that dude is a fool. And, well, yeah, you know, look, Charlie and Tom, they deserve a lot of the blame for the issues oh, yeah. that happened during their tenures. I'm not absolving them of all of that. But uh, there's none of that right now with Steve Sarkeesian. It's no. like you can't point to something around him not being what it needs to be. The surroundings are perfect. Now it's on him to, you know, do what he did last year. Yeah, just keep recruiting the way you're doing. Yeah. Keep coaching the way you're coaching. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's it. If he keeps doing that, then... This contract that we're talking about now won't be the last contract Steve Sarkeesian no, gets. you're absolutely right. You know, forget the Jimbo Fisher worrying about paying a buyout. It's like, oh, you're worried about how much you're going to have to pay him for his next contract because he's doing so well. He goes out and wins a national championship within the next couple of years. Then move over, Kirby Smart and Dabo Sweeney. There will be a new highest-paid coach in college football. There you go. That's how it's going to work. That's how it's going to work. And I hope that's a problem. A problem. I hope that's something that we are having to deal with. Moving yes, forward. indeed. All right, let me give some love to SendTextTickets.com. I think you're going to see our guy Shelby. Shelby today, yeah. Yeah, love Shelby. Love the great people over at SendTextTickets.com. If you are trying to get to any sporting event in the country, they've got those tickets for you right now online at SendTextTickets.com. If you want to catch a Texas basketball game, men's or women's, you can buy your tickets right there. Any concert coming to town, any Broadway show here or anywhere, any live event. They've got those tickets for you online at SendTextTickets.com. Their tickets are 100% guaranteed, and you're helping to support local business. Don't use Ticketmaster or one of the other national, international companies. Now, support local, but also get great deals on great seats with our friends at SendTextTickets.com. Okay, to the NFL. To the NFL. So once again, ESPN has ranked its top 50 free agents. The NFL offseason gets going really in earnest in a couple of weeks. And they also gave out best fits for these 50 players. Which team makes the most sense for each of these players? 
Are you with me on this? I'm with you. So we usually start with the Cowboys. We'll start with the Texans today. Start with a good team. Yeah, they were better in the playoffs. Uh, the Cowboys had a better record, but the Texans won a playoff game, which I think any Cowboys fan would have traded their season with the Texans this past year. But uh, how about this? The 27th-ranked free agent, according to ESPN, is Saquon Barkley in the best team fit, according to the four-letter network, the Houston Texans. Here's the explanation that they give. With Devin Singletary hitting the free agent market, the Texans could swing big here to add Barkley as a dual-threat player in Bobby Slovak's offense. Think of Barkley as an underneath outlet for C.J. Stroud. In addition to the rushing volume he would take on, Barkley has averaged 98.8 scrimmage yards over his career with the Giants, and he would bring even more juice to one of the league's most dynamic offenses. Saquon to the Texans, Buck? Well, you know how I feel about him to the Cowboys, so I'm, I, I would think it'd be just perfect for the Texans, too. Either one of those two teams. I'm a big Saquon Barkley fan. You know, when he came out, I thought he was that cut and above that you're going to have to, you, you just, you draft him and, you know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but you can't let somebody else draft him. And I still think at, at this time in his career, he's still got at least three years, depending on who he's with. And he's with a young quarterback like that and what they're doing offensively. They'll have to get a little bit better on the offensive line. Yeah. Which they will. I mean, that's going to be part of what they do. They were banged up on the O-line yeah. last year. And they're year. going to protect their quarterback. It's not like they're not going to take care of the offensive line and take care of their quarterback. So I think that's a, I think it's a good fit. I think if it were to happen, they've, they've got the money, right? They've got the whereabouts to do something like that. They do. Yeah, they've got uh, top five money to spend in the league during this free agency cycle. I, I just would hate for him to be such a, uh, you know, where he gets banged up, he gets that ankle hurt again, and he's missing three games in the season. And all you talk about is, what he hasn't done. Yeah. And you spend your time worrying about Saquon Barkley instead of the football team. You know, I mean, I worry about, I mean, you have to worry about that with running backs, no matter who it is at this time of their careers, especially a guy who's been banged up with injuries. Yeah. That's and that it. guy has, that guy's ankles. I don't know. They're like Trey's ankles. They're like wobbly and stuff. And every time he, he turns it, if he turns his ankle, he's done for three or four games. You just can't, I mean, that's just a part of his career. Trey's, it's been that way. Trey's ankles are wobbly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, not all that sand when you play sand volleyball is even. You know, there's little, you know, like in sand traps when people don't rake over the top of it, sometimes it's uneven. Right. Trey's hit a couple of those bad spots and hurt his hip before mm. and his ankles. So that's how it works, huh? Yeah. So, Barkley, either team to me, I would love to see the Cowboys get him. And I know the Giants aren't going to do that. They don't want to do that. But I would, I would say yes. I would take that chance on Saquon Barkley still at this time of his career. Yes. Yeah. He just turned 27. He's dealt with a number of injuries over the course of his career, missed three games this past season. Can a 30 year old, can he still be okay three years from now? Maybe coming towards the end of his career. Can he give you two really great years? So here's, here's where I'm at here. I mean, the Texans need more from the running back position. Devin Singletary was great. It was fantastic for them this, this past season. But it's not like he was one of the best running backs no. in the NFL. But based on his contract, he had signed a one-year, like two and a half million dollar deal last offseason, and the Texans got their money's worth and then some on yes. that guy. You know, they thought Damian Pierce was going to be the bell cow because he had a great rookie season two years ago. But for whatever reason, it just didn't quite click. They'll still work season. with him. He'll still be around for nothing, just about. But. Yeah, he's on a fourth-round rookie right. contract, so the Texans aren't going to cut him. They don't need to to shed money, and they should keep him in the fold right. in some mix. So, like, the Texans need more from their running back spot, so it would make sense for them to invest in a running back in some form or fashion, whether it's in free agency or, or in the draft. But, you know, I, like, I just I don't like paying running backs. I know. You're, you're a let's find one in the fourth round guy, third round. It just happens all the time, but... 
I'm still going to say Saquon Barkley is still a cut above. If he's, I'm going to say it. If he's healthy. If he's healthy. If he's healthy. I mean, he catches the ball out of the backfield. He makes a lot of catches with the Giants, you know. And I think that still would that still would work for, you know, Stroud. I think he would find him and you know just dump offs turn into 30, 40 yard plays with Saquon Barkley. And I think that offense. I think that that offense is better suited now, even more so than the Cowboys, because I was always thinking that the Cowboys, but. To trade him within the division is, it would be kind of stupid. I just I just think about the last well it's it's a free agency so it wouldn't sure. be a trade so Saquon you know could go wherever he wants if the Cowboys offer him the best contract he's going to say yeah I don't care that you drafted me number two overall Giants I'm leaving to go right. to Dallas. The thing that scares me though is a stat that I I think I've brought up a couple of times I look at the last ten Super Bowl champions in the NFL and the cap percentage or the starting running back of the last 10 Super Bowl champs has been less than 1.2%. So what that means is the amount of money that the starting running back is taking of the whole team's salary cap has been 1.2% or less for every team that has won the world championship in the last decade. So you're not getting Saquon Barkley for that money. Oh, no. I mean, it's probably a three-year deal, I would guess, for 9 to $10 million a season. And look, you, you still have plenty of money to spend on other positions, of course, but... It's just the way the NFL has kind of trended, and it's why the running back has been so devalued. It's the teams that have the most success are the teams that seemingly spend the least on the running back. Like Isaiah Pacheco, seventh-round pick on a rookie contract. Cam Akers was on that list on a rookie deal. You know, Damian Williams, Sony Michelle, like Garrett Blunt, C.J. Anderson. Like, a lot of these guys who have been running backs on the best teams in football are not the Saquons of the world. They're not the Zeke Elliott's and, and, of the and world. And they're still into their, what, third and fourth years at some of those places? Yeah. Are they still effective players? Yeah. Yeah, look, you have to have good running backs. Don't get me wrong, but it's is it better to spend that money elsewhere? Like, the Texans are a win-now type of team. They should be after the year that they okay, just had. Okay, then get Saquon Barkley. So they, they have the luxury to get Saquon yes. Barkley, but to me, it's like, man, you could find a running back almost as good as Saquon. Find one after he... After he gets you to it, gets to the championship. You know what I'm saying? Find one later. If he's the, if he's available now and you have the money to get him, try to see if you can squeeze a full. Well, you're not gonna see. You're not gonna get a full year out of him. He's gonna go down at some point. Right. Yeah, he's like UT quarterbacks. Yeah. Don't think they're gonna give you the full season. No, they'll have Damian Pierce as a backup. Right. They're not gonna do. Yeah, but how long does he miss? Is he is he a guy who misses two games? Saquon or is he a guy who misses six games? Well, he had one season where he missed like the whole season. Yes. Usually it's in the kind of two to four game yeah. range. I think he's only played one full year in his NFL career, and he's played six seasons. Well, so. I just don't. I don't. I don't. You know, I rather I I'm almost likely to take a guy coming off a knee injury than a guy who has bad ankles, consistent, oh, yeah. I've twisted it. And you hear the word high ankle sprain, which that's like three or four weeks. Or, and then for the rest of the season, they're still limped up, you know, later on in the season. And I like, I mean, I, was t- I still take that chance, BK. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm willing to take that chance. But the Cow- they wouldn't do that with the Cowboys anyway. The Cow- they're not going to do that within the division, the Ooh. Giants, would they? No, he's a free agent. Free agent, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's go to the Cowboys here. Yes. Because it's very relevant to the conversation we're having right now because the Cowboys, according to ESPN, are the best team fit for another free agent running back, Josh Jacobs, the former Vegas Raider. The explanation ESPN gives, quote, with the expectation Tony Pollard does not return, the Cowboys could pivot to Jacobs. He's been a volume grinder for the Raiders. Yes, he has. No, he was using the app. 
with the low pad level to finish runs and the quickness to make defenders miss. Jacobs, who led the NFL in rushing in 2022, could also be utilized as a receiving option for Dak Prescott on swings, screens, and under. So your thoughts on Josh Jacobs? physical runner. Yes. Okay. Which Tony Pollard is not. No. Tony Pollard is nowhere close to that. I thought you were going to give me the Derrick Henry move out of that. No. Uh-uh. Derrick Henry's also a free agent. Well, this Josh. is a big offseason for running backs, isn't it? Yes. Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is a little younger than Saquon. He's 26. Sure. Saquon is 27. Uh, Jacobs did miss some time last season with an injury. But he hasn't been an injury-prone guy. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. He's had some ups and downs in his career. His best year was two years ago. Right. As I mentioned, he led the NFL in rushing with uh, over 1,650 yards, also 12 touchdowns. He was a huge weapon for Vegas that season uh, and also is a threat in the receiving game as well at 53 catches that year for the Raiders. So, Josh Jacobs. Is he similar to the backup that they have that plays and spends some, uh, that splits some time with Pollard? They kind of similar. Rico Dowdle? Kind of physical like that. Yeah, I Dowdle's guess. bigger, I got to believe. Yeah, I mean, Josh Jacobs is 5'10", but he's 223, so he's pretty built. Pull up Rico Dowdle's measurements here. Like 230. And he's only 216, according to this. So Jacobs is even bigger back than he is, huh? Jacobs is shorter, but sturdier. It's a nice way to... You say that instead of someone being fat. You say they're sturdy, right? I say they're stout. Stout. I like to use the word stout. Big boned. Big boned. Port, stout. Portly, is, uh, as Trey no, says. No, you can't say portly fat. fat. No. No, not fat so. Fat so. Fat so. <laughs> no. No. Round-shouldered is a very good, very good way to say that. Josh Jacobs is a fat so. No, he's not. He is... He's round, very round shoulder. Round shoulder, shoulder. Yeah, round broad shoulder, shoulder. Yeah, yeah, round shoulder. That's the way you. you <laughs> no, you can't. You can't stay. Oh, uh, we've so, got we've got Jay here from Jay's Soup here Magic popping words. on. Oh, uh, what's going on, Jay? So, so Shelby walks in, and the first thing out of her mouth is she says, "You have grown men in front of stuffed animals." <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, yeah. exactly what we have oh, right now. It, Jay. Oh, it's uh. It's too great. These are these these stuffed animals are wonderful. And I don't know if y'all noticed this, but they're all named. Okay, I was asking oh, about that see, earlier. Yeah. See, so on the little tag here, I am Gordy the guinea pig. Gordy. Oh, it's Gordy the oh, guinea so this pig. is not a. We thought it was a groundhog. It's not a groundhog. Oh, and I don't think we got the corn. Shelby, go get the corn. There's corn. a corn. Cut, there's a corn. It's over there. We need to get it for Dean, my friend. Is this a Bucky child. the ducky, or is this a supposed to be a swan? <laughs> what that one's called? <laughs> is that a swan? Is that a swan? I am Featherful Swan. Oh, okay. Oh, absolutely. The, the, I, I knew it wasn't a duck. But next, too long. These are absolutely, absolutely the rage. Crazy, crazy, yeah. okay. crazy, great. When and did this start? Y'all are so good. Y'all are so good in this? front of them. <laughs> Thank when, you very this, much. When did this rage start? Who started so, this? So it's been going really strong for about four years. We didn't catch on until about six months ago. But right. the, the company is so, so, they're growing so fast and it's such a big fad that they limit, they don't open any new accounts anymore. So, so they, they got it. Absolutely. So y'all were lucky think, getting in when you did. Oh, it's because of our friend Julia Alman. She's the sweetest lady ever. And then um, we're going to talk about the corner thing. But I have to say one thing, Opie, one thing. Okay. You know, you think you know a guy. Yeah. You think he's a good, upstanding citizen and you know him. <laughs> and you find out I'm bagging H-E-B. No, it's worse than that. Oh, no. Dark, dark, dark secret. How, how in the world, how in the, in the whole wide world, Bucky, could you like Kim Mulkey? Have you not seen her? <laughs> 
I have. Are seen you not Kim seeing her? Are you, are you blinded by the light or something? The, the, the little skirt that's this long. Yes. Right? As she intimidates the officials during the whole game. She's an incredible always, coach, and she's an incredible in mother, and she's an incredible woman, oh, and she's oh, all woman. Oh, oh. I'm on your side here, so, Jay. So she's the nimbus of the Texas Lady Longhorns. I know I'm not supposed to call them Lady Longhorns, but they're Lady Longhorns. Sure, they're ladies. Yeah, they. They're Lady Longhorns. She's been their nimbus forever. Correct. Forever. So I'm all. I go to the games and yell at her the whole game. Sit down, give her a tech, all that stuff. <laughs> and I can be loud. And uh, I can't be quite as loud as I want to be because okay. I'm courtside sometimes. But I say to myself, we finally got rid of that old, vile, horrible woman. Got rid of her. Mm -hmm. She's not in our conference anymore. And then we moved to the SEC. And then we're going to her conference. She's in the eye of the beholder. And yeah. my eyes are 20-20. And I can see just fine. She looks absolutely Bucky. I'm not going to say the word gorgeous because I don't want to go that far because then people are going to say, now you're just being an idiot. But No, they'd say that before you. Say <laughs> <laughs> they would say that about you for years. No, what do you mean? It's just on this one thing. No. Yeah, she's, I, I, Which is she's, she's okay. And, you, and <sighs> you know what people tell me the most about you, Bucky, besides now that they know this horrible thing? They What's say, that? They say, gosh, doesn't he look great for 79? And I said, he does. He looks wonderful for 79. <laughs> you started that, VK. That's, I'm, just, uh, I'm just a, a mere child at 68. Jay is being nice to you. He, he's You're actually, you were born in 1879. <laughs> he is saying you're 79 years no, old, but really no. that's what he's talking about. I am, I'm going to have a birthday in June, and I'll be just 69. Well, happy birthday in advance. Thank you. Yes. Very thank nice. you. Thank you. So, uh, Corn. Yeah. Look at that. Isn't that great for all the Nebraska wow. fans out there? Look, <laughs> all the uh, the volleyball fans who are still upset about the national championship. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're going to have several more years of being upset. Yes, yeah, they, they will. My uh, dear friend Dean, you know, he always sends me all these facts about how great Nebraska volleyball is. And they have had a storied program, but uh, Texas is here, I promise. Did oh, y'all yeah. hear DeConte say he wants to make a 5,000 fan uh, stadium just for them on campus? No. Yeah, he said that at his town meeting. So no Gregory Jim. That's what he said, and I think that's a bad idea. I love Gregory Jim. It's great. It's kind of hard to sit down, and the seats are kind of hard, and they need some handrails for the old people like me. There you go, the or myself. Right. <laughs> but uh, I would I would hate to see it move out of Gregory Jim. Feels like the best home court advantage in volleyball, doesn't it? it? I believe it's the best home court advantage in volleyball. Oh, and man. I would go a step further and say I want the Lay Longhorns to play there. Oh, basketball? Yes. Yeah. They would have sold out last night. They, they would have. They, had, they would have had they would have people waiting for seats. To get to get into that game, yes. yes. Oh, right. They'd sell out every game if they we, played in there, I think. Oh, it's How about sand volleyball? Are we, are we almost to the point? Where, is we, the season started we're, already? We're, we're building them a locker room. Right. So I don't know where. You are? Sue Patrick? We, Sue Patrick? Are breaking news? Oh, really? They'll, they'll, You're putting they'll, that kind of money into the program? Conte is building them. Oh, I see. Yes. But no, is that this spring? Does it start this spring? Starts in March. They're playing at Whitaker where the intramural fields are. Okay. Oh, so that's it. So it's the very short beach, beach volleyball. Is it beach so volleyball? They're gonna have, they will have a more intimate facility before it's all said. That, that's just first year just to play at Whitaker where the neighborhood cats can come in and you know what, in the sand. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to keep the neighborhood cats out. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, Trey's got Trey, sources? Trey's got oh, wow. some sources. That's what I want to know. Well, they apparently went out and hired the best coach they could hire. 
Right. I, I listened to him talk before volleyball. Nice. And he's going that to is re- great. recruit all the good players. Okay. And I'm and I'm proud of you guys for talking about lady sports. Yeah. So, you know, that's not well, I'm not, proud of me. That's for not sure. Some, that's not something that mainstream does usually. I've had two daughters. Title Nine's been very very I'm impressed with Title Nine. Yes. Very right. big into Title Nine. He's come around. That changed like two weeks ago. Oh well, <laughs> well, well hang out with me some more, Bucky. Absolutely. We have to talk about so, the women's teams. I mean, so, uh, softball's number two, women's basketball's number five, volleyball's won two straight and, t- and I, championships. And I think Schaefer's a really good coach. I do too. A really good coach. Yeah. And uh, it all goes back to what Jody Conrad used to say, though: a win is a win, and there's no such thing as an ugly win. It's a win. Yes. Right. But he's right. consistent on the way he coaches and the way yeah. he talks to the public too about. When he's not satisfied with the way they play, it doesn't matter if it's game one or the next three that you need to have to win a championship. He's just pretty consistent. I, he's, but that end of the world speech sometimes gets to be like, all right, <laughs> we got it, Coach. <laughs> we know you yelled yeah. at him in the locker room. We understand you did that. So Yeah, the little foot stomping. I oh, yeah, that. that's yeah. that's a little, a little bit. Like a little kid. It's fun. Yeah, I it love is. That. Yeah. But he's consistent on the way he coaches and the way but, he talks. But I promise you, last night the jacket came off really quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was not happy with Absolutely. last night's performance. So, um, yeah, okay. tell us tell us more great, about what y'all have. I got some great stuff to show y'all. Very good. A little, a little See, I'm liking that right there. Can that be is, a little pullover? Now, is this a, Trey, would this be a golf shirt too? This feels like it would be a golf. Are you allowed to wear printed shirts on the golf course? You are. Okay. Yeah, I like yeah. that. The places I play, you can. Where these guys play, cut off jeans and... No shoes. That's where that's where they play. Yeah, I could wear this to the to the places that I play on, Jim. Uh-huh. Yes. 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 And me and the, Ed. The, me and Ed Clemens. We, Austin, we're allowed to wear these kind of types Country of Club, but you wear this kind of shirt. Oh yeah, that's beauty right there. That is nice. That is nice. That material too. Uh, it feels fabulous. Feel that. You know, it almost, that? It almost yeah. feels like this. Yes. This so, same uh, uh, style. Uh, it's really cute. They only they only did I shouldn't say ugly things about my merchandise, but they only did one thing bad. I don't know if y'all can see it. They did an old school scoreboard and it has the co-op on the top of it. Oh, no, really? Yes, right. Oh, in the top, yes. Yeah, but I've the, got some white out if you want yeah. to. Uh, <laughs> but it's all good. But you know, I don't have the animosity towards the co-op I used to. They, okay. They've been replaced with our favorite uh, fanatics. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh yeah. I see. And fanatics. People you, hate fanatics right now because of the MLB uniforms. So. Yeah, you know, it's crazy the amount of money they're paying to get what they're getting. Right. Crazy. Unrealistic money. Where's that money coming from? I don't know. I'm sure they're going public soon. Oh, interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Let me get this off. All right. What else you got for us? Oh. Oh, yeah. Like that. Now, that's a kid's baseball jersey, which is really fun. That's the same one the players wear on the field. And this is for a little kid. I got small, medium, large, extra large. First year they've done it. It's done. It's I like re- that. Really, really done great. Nice. Right. Got just, a couple grandkids. Just little like, boys. Yeah. Just like That's that. Really All good. right. So if you want to, uh, if you're going to the dish this year and you want to look like the players, every kid wants to look like the players. When Absolutely. I was a kid, I wanted to wear the same jerseys the players were wearing. They've got them all for you right here. Sue Patrick. And this gets even better. A replica softball jersey. There you go. Unisex softball jersey. That's at $100. Small, medium, large, extra large. I like that one, too. Extra, extra large, and 3X. It's been really, really good. Yeah. Triple, triple X for people with rounded shoulders. Correct. Yeah, there you go. The, the fat sows, as no, Trey likes to call it. Y'all, y'all need to be nice about my three X's. <laughs> hey, we got tons we of three X's just, here. We can fit. We fit all in this in yeah, here, don't we, at yeah, St. Patrick? We yeah. just, uh, it's just uh, sometimes when you have a tummy, you need a three X. Uh, yes, right, right. Everybody can't have that washboard. Three, three X's buy shirts too. That's true. It's like yeah, Republicans yeah. buy sneakers too. Right. What Michael Jordan used to say. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is this design washed, a vintage Hawaiian shirt. 
which is what Ren Spooner is really known for. This is cool. Yeah. Now, this feels like a Hawaiian shirt, too. The other yeah. one was kind of moisture wicking, but yes. this one's got yeah. that Hawaiian yeah. shirt I, feel. I, I bought this shirt for myself, and I've, I've already worn it several times. Super duper comfortable. Yeah. Yes. I like that. I like this one, too. These are clean. Stuffed animals and clothes. Where can you find this? Yes. Uh, QVC 101. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a little script baseball tee, which is fabulous. Very nice. Do we have a phone number we need to be displaying <laughs> on our right, screen right, right now? And that's a truth call now. Operator standing. <laughs> right. Jay, we still have plenty of these, though, right? The ones that we're wearing. I, that we're, all three of us are wearing because, you know, we sold what? these out. You know oh, that, right? 400, Bucky. Oh, there, there you oh go. and I didn't tell you, Bucky, you almost sold 400 Diva washes. All these people came in and they said, I want to see what the best-selling thing y'all were talking about is in your store. I'm here today to pick right. that up. Do we have it now? I'm here today to pick that up. Yes. Wow. The Tyler Campbell. The the candle. I do Campbell all the time. Yeah. Candle. Tyler Candle. Okay. Glamorous Diva Wash. Laundry detergent. Smells God. wonderful. So just put it in with your regular clothes, not... Yeah, no, because you know I mix the whites and, and and the color clothes together. I just throw them in. Yeah. Well, I don't do my own. I'm I was going to say you're that. not allowed to touch the washing machine yes, at your house. Just, I can just go pour that in real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure no, your it, wife would it, like no, it. No, it substitutes as uh, as uh, laundry detergent. It does. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so you don't. Yeah, you, I mean, you it's not like those. I'm a filthy animal. That my clothes are like filthy dirty anyway. <laughs> you so. can you can keep eating your Tide pods. Oh, I used to eat Tide. What? I used to eat Tide as a kid. The detergent. The detergent. I used to put my hand in the Tide thing and lick it. Was it good? Yeah, there's something about that that taste. I don't know what somebody will tell you on the on the code of text line why people do that. What what's in detergent that makes you want to eat it? I don't think they will. They will. I'm, somebody's going to come. I did that as a kid. That's a good I, way to have a tummy ache. That's a good way. Yes, <laughs> that's a good way to turn out like you. I yes. guess. <laughs> baseball, uh, more simple, baseball. A logo and a baseball. Isn't that great? Ah, uh, it's clean. And then come and take it. Very nice. Which is really wonderful. Oh, yeah. So we're, all, we're all set for baseball. Absolutely. I'll, I'll move these when I get off of y'all's show. Um, it's been great, guys. I'm glad y'all came by today. I'm, it's good to be by and y'all again, are Jay. doing a fabulous job talking about Jelly Cat. <laughs> okay, we, we need more <laughs> Jelly Cat talk here. Yeah, I, I just... I, I, what's, I, the, what's the best-selling Jelly Cat? Is there so, one that so sells better than all? I, I should not say this because I'm out of them, but the best-selling Jelly Cat, it's about this big, and it's a peanut. And why, I have no idea. Jimmy it, Carter? It, it, it's... It's exactly like it reminds you of Jimmy Carter. Yes. It's number one. And then number one, if I would keep it, and, and this will be perfect for you, Bucky, the eggplant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the old eggplant, huh? Those are the Thanks. two best sellers, <laughs> yeah. huh? Right. Nuts, your, nuts and eggplant. These nuts. <laughs> your these nuts and you've got the eggplant. Those are the top Great. two. Absolutely. Great. But, of course, moving into Easter, this whole wall of oh, bunny, yeah. I bunny see rabbits. That. Oh, yeah. They're... they're they're fabulous. All That'll different all colors, gone. different sizes. Yeah. We'll sell those like we did those shirts, those polos that we sold. Eight hundred, uh, four hundred, four hundred. Wow. But it seemed like you ought, to be, you ought to be taking credit for the diva wash now. Yeah, right. You've moved up in the world. Now you're selling detergent. You're eating the, detergent. Now you're selling detergent. I got to get that detergent today. <laughs> yes. I, I've got to get it and see what Absolutely. it's mixed. But they're all good. They all make. They all make you laugh. Little Mister Sunshine. So who's is this for kids? Is this adults? It, this is everyone. It's everyone. Goodness Kids, gracious. Mom and dad are taking and, us to the office and stuff and, and, and hanging out with that. And and they're they're all called amusable because of their faces, which is which is great. And they just make you laugh. What is that, Mr. Sunshine? Where does it say the name? I keep saying I there am huge amusable son. Yep, that's it. I am huge amusable son. That's the name? That's the name. Okay. So see so see, Opie, you said that on this show and Google's listening. Uh -huh. So I'll sell two of those this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, it's the targeted ads. Yeah. 
they listen to everything. Oh, they do. It's kind yeah. of scary. Yeah, it's my, crazy. My that's wife's what, little wolfhound dog. This thing would take about three minutes, and that yeah, thing yeah, would be. Yeah, these aren't dog toys. And does the wife does the wife know about Kim Bucky? Uh, she doesn't understand that. <laughs> does she? Does, she wouldn't does, understand. Does she listen to the show? She does. Every, yes, every once in a while, when I'm not expecting it, right, I'll she, hear about gonna it. Right? And she's going to say, oh. "Who's this girl? You got the hots for?" I mean, it's just her outfit. She's very stylish too. I mean, oh. it's not that it's just her. It's just the way she's styled. Do you style. think it's appropriate to wear a 19-inch skirt on the basketball court? I'm trying not to be sexist here. Well, but, I mean, if you've but, got 18-inch uh, legs, why not? I mean, she's 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 <laughs> a she's a she's a pretty lady. She, she's a little person now. Oh. <laughs> 18-inch legs. She's 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 a beauty now. I don't understand why people get so upset at her. She can coach. She's a fantastic mother. Have you mother. ever been to a game that she's coached and listened to her? I went to a Baylor game when she was at Baylor. Right. And you didn't feel sorry for the officials? Oh, she is in I felt face. sorry for the horns when she was at Baylor. That's that's who I felt sorry for mm -hmm. when she was there. I mm -hmm. didn't want to bring that. I shouldn't have brought that no, up. No, it's a deep wound. But oh, that's okay, all right. You'll get to see her again. <laughs> we don't want to. <laughs> you don't, we we don't, don't want, want to. to. Oh. Her teams aren't any good anymore. Oh. And Jay and I were talking before the show. I told Jay the same thing I've told you and all of our listeners and viewers. Like, I'd rather be trapped in a dark alley with O.J. Simpson and Aaron Hernandez wow. and, you know, anybody. Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper than yeah. Kim Mulkey. I got a yeah. better chance of survival yes. than I do yes. squared yes. up against Kim Mulkey. She's a fighter now. She yeah. She really is. I don't think she'd fight fair. She'd take <laughs> off the heel and just start. Dang. I with that. These are fantastic, Jay. Aren't they great? So you can buy these online and in store, Jay? On, online for sure. Okay, suepatrick.com, of course, is the website. Let's show them another really good one. Oh, there we go. Oh, my wife just had a birthday. Cake. Sorry, this would be great. That's a great birthday gift right great. there. That is hilarious. They do a bouquet of flowers, and we got in about 20 the other day, and they only lasted one day on the Internet. Really? Think about a bouquet of flowers like this. Sure. The absolute perfect gift to give somebody. Do, do they all have faces, all oh, the individual all flowers? Wow. <laughs> We might have some daisies over here somewhere. And you said people from all over the world are buying these? All over the world. Goodness gracious. Yes, yes. And and like like you would show them the little cute little face, but you see his little face. Oh yeah, Isn't you know what? Great? I did I never I was never in when the beanie baby thing came out. I think I was like a grown up at that time. I was a full blown adult at that time for sure. Yeah. And, they, and my kids just they do a whole purse. These line. are cool. Yeah, That's they got purse. the purse. Yeah. There's a zipper, obviously. That's and how it, purses it's, work. It's the twenty year olds that are carrying those, believe it or not. Right, college yeah. students. College students and above. I'm going to campus today. You'll see. You'll see. Be, you'll I'm see, see these. I started to say beanie baby jelly cat. A jelly purses. Amazing. Yes. What do they call this one? Uh oh, Buck. This is your your least favorite food item. What is it? A squash a croissant. <laughs> oh, I can't have croissants. Yeah, right don't now. you hate croissants? I don't hate them. No, you just, just can't, can't eat them. them right Too now. much sugar on them. Too much sugar. The amusable oh. croissant bag. Wow, yes. look at that. Is what that one is. All right, so but, you've got all the great UT gear that you uh, know for Sue Patrick, and of course the Jelly Cat, the biggest selection you yes, could find. The biggest selection in Austin, Texas. Come get some. It's part filled the Easter baskets with it, just like it's that. But guys, I'm I'm glad y'all came over here. Today. Well, we're glad it's, to be here, man. It's we really fun. are. It is. Absolutely. I came by here this way on Saturday. I went to Fonda San Miguel for my wife's birthday. Lovely place. What a lovely place, Jay. That the atmosphere is as good as the food. Oh, yes. The, the atmosphere is. It's different. I, I was talking to BK about this, talking to Trey about this. I like when you can go to a place, have a conversation, and every time you talk, it doesn't fly up to the ceiling, and you hear 30 different right. – you, you hear everybody else talking. It's just kind of – It's very interior Mexico. 
finished out. Which yeah. Is, which is really great. Well, this is great, Jay. This is our home away from home. So Love thank it. you for uh, for having us uh, out again yeah, this morning. Yeah, it's uh, super fun. And, and I know you've already put this on your calendar, LP. July 1st. Yes. July 1st. It'll be the first day of the SEC. Lots of special stuff. I got, I have all kinds of special stuff coming in. Guys at the golf tournament are not going to be very happy that they can't, in May, they can't have those glasses and those mugs. Yes. I I have ordered so many glasses. I think it's going to be so good. I'm going to have to get two pallets. Yeah. We'll sell them. Oh. You know we will. Yes. I believe that the the frenzy about the SEC is going to just blow your mind. I do too. It's it's. I'm going to have Christmas three times this year. I usually have it in August and in December. This year I'm going to have it in July, August, and December. There you go. So, so start of the awesome SEC, day. start of football season, start and then of the SEC. Christmas, Christmas. Yes, we just got to get the baseball season over. Yes. Right. Hopefully well, it's a good baseball season. Caps. Yep. We right. W- we oh, will. Oh, for sure. And and maybe I'll sell a few few hundred jelly cats for me in the next couple of days. Yeah, yes. I'm kind of liking the jelly cat thing. <laughs> I don't know, the buck uh, might buy a few hundred <laughs> himself, it sounds like. He, mushrooms. He keeps asking me to like grab all these different ones. Yeah. These things are so cute, but to have kid slobber and baby slobber on them, it's just, it's just going to be a little weird, you know, with the little kids sleeping with it. Yeah. You, know, you can't yeah. give them to the dog. My dog would tear this apart. <laughs> yeah. I guess you could. I don't know if y'all saw Remington come through our dog in the back. No. Yes, that for three minutes. Oh, it'd be right. gone? It'd be gone. Okay, yeah. Of course. Yes. Absolutely. These are great, Jay. Right, Thanks guys. for having us, y- buddy. Y'all finished talking about the pros, and um, I'll, I'll listen in. Thank you very Absolutely. much. Thank you, Jay. Thank you. Thank you. The store is now open. Thank if you. y'all want to come by this morning, they open at 930. Uh, of course, online, suepatrick.com is the website. You can buy everything that Jay just showed y'all. Love this one right here, folks. There's a golf shirt now. Yeah, tons of other this great items as well. looking golf shirt. That's the one? Yes, this one is awesome. Just, right just bring the white out so you cover up the co-op. Yeah, the co-op thing has to go, I guess. Yeah, we're we're Sue Patrick guys now. Yeah. Always have been. Always will Look be. That. Look at that shirt right there. That's clean. And all the jelly cats you can come up with, including the hot dog, the birthday cake, the not groundhog, groundhog. What is this? Guinea pig? Is that what that's called? Yeah, that's it's what, a that's what we've pig. determined. The the swan, not a duck, even though we both called it a duck for like twenty <laughs> minutes this morning. Uh, they've got uh, the phenomenal selection of everything here at Sue Patrick fifty two twenty two Burnett Road is the address. SuePatrick.com. loving it is the website. All right, back to the Josh Jacobs thing. Okay. Uh, you know we we were talking about that a little bit. ESPN saying that. The best team fit for free agent running back Josh Jacobs would be the Cowboys. That's a good yes. You're in on this? I'm in on that. Yeah, the Cowboys need something at running back, right? Because they're not bringing back Tony Pollard. No. That'd be a huge mistake if they did. Uh, They could draft a running back. I wouldn't hate that at all. No, we say that as people that have been around and listened to the Cowboys. Are they dissatisfied with Tony Pollard? I mean, has it come out of that camp that he's not coming back yet? It hasn't really officially kind of come out that they don't want him back right well he's a free agent he played on the franchise tag last year I'd be Dude, he's stunned. not even gonna get that anywhere else even for, as a free agent he's not getting franchise type of money no no yeah he's the cowboys aren't gonna franchise tag him again because that's top five running back money. they'd take him for less wouldn't they they would i think but it'd have to be a lot less i, I think they'd rather move on from him like it, it just didn't work this past season he wasn't awful awful but you know, the Cowboys. Was he still another thousand yard rusher like he's been all these times? We didn't think that he. I think he was just. Good? I think he just cracked a thousand yards, but it was like just at four yards a carry. So it was a major step back from what he had been doing in Dallas. And people thought, all right, we can move on from Zeke because Tony Pollard can be a number one in this league. And statistically, you know, he had a thousand yards. He was the Cowboys' best running back, but he was uh, nowhere close to the best running back. Did Derrick Henry do anything for you there? 
I mean, yeah, well, would Derrick Henry be an upgrade over Tony Pollard? Of course he would. But do I want to give Derrick Henry $10 million a year over the next three seasons? Absolutely not. The Cowboys can't, they, the oh, Cowboys see, can't getting, go down that path again. But he's not getting that anywhere. You don't think so? No, Derrick Henry's not getting $10 million. He's getting seven or eight from somebody. Why not the Cowboys? You still feel like that's going down that path for him? Because you're talking about, as you talked about the Texans, they're in the win-now mode. They've already shown you that they can win now. Right. For the Dallas Cowboys, they're in the we-have-to-win-now. Yeah. And if that guy makes you better, and he's still, he's still Derrick Henry, he's still a monster a monster running back. I would rather have Saquon or Josh Jacobs over okay. Derrick Henry. Okay. Those guys are a little younger. Uh, you would maybe have to give them a longer-term deal because they are younger. Yes. But the biggest reason is those guys are more receiving threats than Derrick Henry is. Derrick Henry doesn't give you a ton out of the backfield as a pass catcher. Saquon and Josh Jacobs do. They do. They're two of the best They're pass catching quarter, quarterbacks. Yeah. They're yeah, going to so, help your quarterback out. You know, you're, you're trying to see what you have with Dak Prescott in the final year of his deal. We have no idea what his contract situation is going to devolve into this offseason, but... You know, you're, you're trying to help your quarterback out, like you said, as much as you can. And yes. Giving him a guy who's not only a great running back, but also somebody who can help the passing game, that's huge. Boy, but that guy can do everything that you want him to do with the exception of that because, I mean, you know, Mike McCarthy talked about running the ball and running the ball with physicality. Derrick Henry still can do that. So can Josh Jacobs. Yeah. He really can. And Saquon, I mean, he can do it till he gets hurt, till he turns that ankle while he's trying to do it, when he leaps over somebody, you know. Or tries to make one of those incredible plays. So, but Derrick Henry, on a consistent basis right now, out of all those backs you're talking about, it has to be that guy, right? Yeah. I mean, of those three guys that we're talking about, Derrick Henry had the best season last year, even though he was the oldest. He was healthier than the other two guys, right? Saquon and Josh Jacobs both missed games, plural, with injury. Derrick Henry played in all 17, and he had the best numbers. And this and this quarterback, even. Dak Prescott is going to help him out a lot better than the quarterbacks he had where he was. Oh, for right. sure. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill, Will Levis, yeah. Malik Willis, some of the other guys that uh, have been the signal callers in that. Yeah, I know you. I know you give up a lot of money, but for the Cowboys, this is this this is this is it right here. Yeah, we're looking at it for the head coach and a bunch of players too. Sure, that they're going to have to pay some of those players may end up them going. Uh, yeah, you're great, but you're not that great. There's some other things we have to do. I mean, that could happen with the Cowboys. You know, we're now we're sure about Micah Parsons. They're paying him. Right. That deal that deal ought to be done before the summer's up so that he's not going into that last year with no de- with no deal. I mean, he's got to they got to do something this year. They're not going to they're not going to he's they're not going to hold out for him. They're not going to they're not going to do that to him. They're signing him way before he has to. Right. Right? I think Micah Parsons and CD Lamb sure will get paid before they need to get paid. Okay. And there's a chance one or both of those deals get done this offseason, right? Uh, CD's deal comes up first. He's got one year left on his rookie contract. Michael Parsons has two, but the Cowboys can pay both of those do guys. The, so do the Cowboys summer. have enough money to pay Derrick Henry for three years? Well, that's... that's Not five years, that's three where, years. Yeah, even that scares me a little bit because he's already 30. Um, that's where the whole Dak Prescott contract becomes a question. Sure. Because if you're trying to spend a lot of money in free agency, you're probably going to have to extend Dak. Yeah, there's others that they need. We know that. Because Dak's due to make close to $60 million this year. At least he's going to count that much against the cap. So if you want to push that money back, you can, but you obviously have to give Dak more than one year on his deal. So, yeah, if you do want to... As much as people don't like him, you better like him because you, you don't need him holding out right now. He needs to be a part of that. Everything, all the stuff at camp, 
He's got them. They don't have him, right? He's got the leverage. We have no idea what Dak's going to do, but the player usually has the leverage. The quarterback always has the leverage. Yeah. And especially when you don't have like a good alternative option, and the Cowboys don't right now. The Cooper Rush is gone. Not that he'd be a good backup or a good starter. Anyways, he's a very good backup, but also Trey Lance. We don't know what he is. You can't Hey, just, they, they got him. They I brought know. him in for a reason. You can't go into your last year of your head coach's contract with Trey Lance as your QB1. God, what a wasted player that was. What a, just a mistake. Unless they're just going to absolutely say bye, Dak. Yeah. I you know? know? I don't know. I don't know what they do. Why, why would you bring Trey Lance into a situation like that? Part of me thinks they did it because they were expecting to see San Francisco in the playoffs again, and they were hoping Trey Lance could give them oh. some intel. But they played the regular season, and the Cowboys beat the crap out of the – or excuse me, the Niners beat the crap yeah, out of the and Cowboys. they didn't see him again. Yeah, it didn't really help very much. So, I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, ESPN thinks the Cowboys and Texans could both be in the market for some big-name running backs – I'll just say this, going back to that, Josh Jacobs, yes. Jacobs to the Cowboys. Yeah, that's fine. You're in on that. He's the physical physical runner that they need. Plus, he's going to help out the quarterback coming out of the backfield, yes. Now, who put that up there? Did you put that up there? (laughs) Somebody texted in on the code of text line, 512-222-9328. little side-by-side of uh, Kim Mulkey and, who's that, Corella DeVille? Who is that? I don't even know who that is. I don't think she looks anything like her. Uh, I feel like this is disrespectful to She Cruella. looks more like Suzanne Summers than Cruella. No, this is being mean to Cruella here. Really? Yeah, comparing her to Kim Mulkey. This is unfair to... Look at those no-tasting earrings Cruella's wearing. Kim Mulkey would never look like that. She would never wear stuff like that. But look at the nostrils. I feel like I'm on an looks, episode looks of like, Maury like... Povich. The nostrils are the same. They, <laughs> they look related. You are man. not the father. I was watching that the other day. It's been like an hour watching Maury. They had that really? back-to-back episodes you miss on out TV. On Court TV. Oh man, I love Maury. That's one of my favorite television shows She's of all time. My, my past mother, she loved that stuff. Is that right? She would watch Jerry Springer. I'm like, Mom, you know this stuff is. They get them all drunk and juiced up before they come out. She goes, Oh no, this is real life stuff. I'm like, Yeah, okay. That's hilarious. She she liked Jerry Springer. My mom would watch Jerry Springer. I'm like, Well, she chanted like, Jerry. Oh yeah, Jerry. she knew all the she, she knew all the guards there. She knew the dude that had his own show from the Jerry's. We knew all that stuff. I'm like, come on. Is it Steve, Steve Wilkos? Yeah. I've seen that show a, a bunch couple of, of garbage times. That, that guy has skipped leg day a lot. That guy has the most <laughs> built upper body I've ever seen, and he's a stick. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. He can't man. even get into battles when they start fighting. No. They have a lower body strength. I, I wouldn't mess with that dude, though. No. He could just pick you up with his bare hands. And Look at these little things. Nighty night to you. All right, we've got to get to our TBT video oh, here no. in a moment. But before that, Buck, today is National Margarita Day. Yes. Which I, means if you want a mocktail, you can mm-hmm. get that margarita I in a can from Big yes, Hat, right? Yes, you can. Big Hat, the folks at Big Hat love the mocktail. I just got a, uh, a four-pack of the mocktails over at my son's place, and I, 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 I enjoy it. I really am. I know they're going to come out with some different flavors, but no alcohol involved for me. So last 23 years, no alcohol involved, but they have a great taste. The ginger... I'm down with the ginger. I'm going to have to talk to my Olipop people about adding some ginger into Olipop. They've got a ginger ale flavor. Yes, even more. This this one is, I hate to use the word spiked. That doesn't sound right for non-alcohol, does it? No. But it's spiked with ginger. That, that good flavor of ginger in the mocktail that uh, Big Head has. And, I, and there's a bunch of folks that I've got to get a couple of them too that 
that are, don't want to taste that non-alcohol drink. But they got some with the alcohol that's pretty good from what I hear. Mm-hmm. Trey enjoys a couple of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He so, slams he's slamming anything down with alcohol. National Margarita Day is today. And plant, and plant life. He likes plant life, too. He likes eating plants? Yes, he likes plant life. Or smoking. I mean, oh, yeah, eating, smoking. Smoking plants. Fungi. Fungi. <laughs> yes. Oh, mushrooms, mushrooms as well. And all those things. Anything's Mother Earth. Mother Earth. Be able to do that came right from the earth, right? Mother Earth, what is he like grabbing soil and smoking that? Anything from Mother Earth, can't wait. I'm getting close to my it's time to get my gardening done, getting ready to get all that stuff from Top Gun. I'm ready. You doing the naked gardening again this year? I think I'm going with it. I, I'm, I'm going to do a loincloth this year, okay? Not total naked, but just loincloth yeah. front and back, like Tarzan. Please tell me what day that is so <laughs> I'm as far away from you as possible. City of Dripping. <laughs> Oh the my parade. Gosh. Yeah, I'll, I'll like have to go to Dallas or Houston that weekend. <laughs> Just get away from this area. So there's no chance I accidentally stumble upon yeah, that. Our good, our good friends over there at uh, Big Hat, loving those guys. Absolutely. Loving what they're doing. Hopefully we get them out to, you know, we'll be out at, uh, we're hoping to be out at the race at Coda yeah. for the NASCAR event. Coming up in uh, March wow. next month. Really excited about that. Fucking NASCAR. I know Rodney's going to be out there. He's got a boogity, boogity, boogity. media credential. Saying boogity, boogity, boogity a I bunch. Can't wait, man. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Love our friends at Coda as well. Love our friends at 7-Eleven. Oh, yeah. Too. I think they're, are they maybe working on the big hat cocktails there? I think they are, yeah. I know they've got Olipop there. They've got a great selection of food, drinks, snacks, whatever you want. You guys know what 7-Eleven has. It's the best convenience store in the known universe. Shout out to Ashish. Shout out to Wendy. They own and operate four different 7-Eleven locations here in Austin, but, of course, there's 7-Elevens all over the great state of Texas. And you've got the best one right where you live, oh, Monterey Oak. Monterey Oak 7-Eleven is awesome. That's one of Ashish's spots. And I go there all the time, get gas for my car there, get fuel for me there. I have my sports talk there for the guys right on the dumpster, around the dumpster. We talk a little sports there. Is that right? The homeless guys? Just around that corner there. You see that big green dumpster? There? Yeah. That's where I talk to the guys. I'll pull over there and we'll have a little discussion. About what? Sports. We talk sports. What do you think I'm talking about? Baggers from HEB? I don't them? know. They, they no. probably have some stories like that. No, I've got a couple of guys over there. I mean, right across the street there, there's an, an oil, where I get my oil change. Yeah. There's a guy who lives back there on what used to be a little creek back there. Okay. No longer since they're doing all the construction out there. Yeah, they the got cars rid were of gonna come over the, They had to get rid of those guys, but I used to pay that guy to, to I, I paid that guy once. I had to leave my truck overnight. That was your lube guy? My, my lube guy. He had to, yeah. I had to pay that guy to watch it with his bicycle overnight that nobody messed with my truck a dumpster guy a dumpster guy paid to, i said <laughs> i gotta leave the truck here because i can't come back tomorrow too crowded down in this area so i'm gonna leave the truck here i said will you watch my truck he said gotcha i gave him 20 bucks he watched my truck i came back the next dude i think he slept in the back of the truck no way in the bed yeah so he man. was watching it he watched the truck man I, I, did you pay half and half or you paid him all up front I paid him all up front wow he didn't ask you for more after he no, did no it? no no good deal no man Good deal. Some, some, some homeless dude you can trust. You know, I had that bring a homeless dude to work one day when I worked at that station that threw me out that I don't even think it's a station anymore. Did bring a homeless dude to work day? Yeah, I brought a, I, I well, he didn't show up. <laughs> I said, well, you can't trust the homeless. What is this? Uh, the guy promised, I said, I was going to buy you, I'm going to buy you breakfast. How was he going to get there? Did you offer him a ride? No, dude lived near the station and wanted around one of the dumpsters. That's where, what was the name of that, that little breakfast place here? G&M Steakhouse or something like that? Across from the old building, GM Steakhouse. On, on Congress? Or on 360? What was our old station? Which on? building are you talking about? Congress? Lamar. On Lamar. GM Steakhouse was there. I met the dumpster dude there and I said, hey, listen, we're doing a bring a homeless dude to work day. 
I said, would you show up? I will buy you breakfast. Dude said, I'll be here tomorrow. Didn't show up. Wow. I mean, my expectations was if, if, if he's going to be on the radio, that he would show up. What were you going to talk to this guy about? Life. Just being homeless? Life. Okay. Life. He had some perspective on life, different things going on. And you were going to have a transistor radio so he could listen to the show. He doesn't want that. You were going to buy him breakfast for the studio or after? You were going to take him out to breakfast? I was going to take him out to breakfast at GM Steakhouse. Wow. And he didn't show up. And he didn't show up. And I just had to say on the air, can't trust the homeless. You can't. I mean, I'm sorry. Is that bad of me? <laughs> That's how you learn, huh? <laughs> you trusted them before that moment, but now all of a sudden you can't do it. You don't trust them anymore. Dude, I, that, that guy was special. Oh, my gosh. We used to have a guy named Dumpster Mike that used to listen to the show. Dumpster Mike bought him a big old radio, bought him like a boombox. What kind of dumpster was he? He, was, he wasn't near the station, though. He, Careful with that one. He was he he lived in the big dumpsters. He lived he lived off and away from the where the station. <laughs> you was. called him Dumpster Mike. Well, yeah, it was his nickname. He used to call us up Dumpster Mike. Awesome. Oh my gosh, that was before my time. I guess. Yes. Hilarious. All well, right. Well, you could get stations on transistor radio, but that station now you can't get transistor, on anything. Transgender. You can't they're get, all radios to well, me, man. That station you can't get anywhere, no, no matter what you try. Oh yeah, the one we used to work at. Yeah. Yeah, not so much. No. All right. Before we get to our TVT video of the day. How about a quick uh, word from our great friends? Yeah, our friends said, relax the back. And folks, relax the back has got it going on. Now, I, miss, I didn't bring my road chair. Did you notice that again? You never bring the road chair. What in the hell? I got a road chair. Jason gave me a road chair. It's in, my, it's in the garage. I mean, I'm waiting for the, the exact moment where I can put, you know, those things are, those things are a little heavy. Because they're sturdy, they're built, yeah, and they're built for the road. We've got like a folding chair. <laughs> this is from Rodney's garage. Oh, this this one is a little different. I wish I was back in my relaxed back. But yeah. the chair I have at home is absolutely fantastic. Now they've got select office chairs for you, stand up desk, everything that Trey wants for his back, shoulders, and his hips for sure. Because he's got bad hips. I've got a bad thoracic back, but at relaxed back, folks, they've got everything you need. Those Tempur-Pedic mattresses, of course. And, of course, they've got recliners and the Tempur-Pedic pillows. Got to check them out. Two great locations in BKs at the Hill Country Galleria, across from Whole Foods and up north here where we are. The Gateway Shopping Center across from the Container Store. Live pain-free like the buck. Relax the back. I drove by the Container Store and relaxed the back the other day. You don't miss that Container Store. I was, for the only, I'm, for the life of me, I feel like the only one that didn't know where the Container Store. You said everybody in Austin knows where the, if you just say that, they know exactly where it is. Everybody knows exactly where it is. All right, how about uh, a quick TV spot from our friends at Covert BK? Hi, I'm Dan Covert with my wife, Hayden. Welcome to Covert BK. Our newest location in the gorgeous hill country includes Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, and hundreds of pre-owned and certified vehicles for you to choose from. We have three service departments that are ready to take care of your car, truck, or SUV with 86 service bays to accommodate any repair and get you in and out quickly. Come visit us today to select the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Covert, born and raised in Austin. Like it. We need a new one because I've seen some new covert spots Have on you? TV. Yeah. I got to reach out to Stacy and be like, we got to freshen ours up a little bit. Yes, indeed. You know, I, I as I get up in the morning, uh, BK, you can see the lights, I think. I thought there were the lights from downtown Austin. I look out west. That's our, that's our covert at BK, the lights where it looks like it's getting ready to be sun, sunrise. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Why is it so light over there? Is that downtown? It's not downtown. It's West Buck. So that's 
the bee cave, the covert <laughs> out there with the 42 acres. You can see it from your house? You can see the the, the lights, yes. That's for awesome. sure. Yeah, great facility out there. 42 acres. Wow. Three state-of-the-art dealerships. Seven different brands. Got the Jeeps out there. They got everything you want, man. See those caddies, man. Yes. Saving I'll be out there talking. I'm talking. I'm, I'll be talking to them about that. There you go. You get an Escalade or something? No, I'm not going to be that guy. The guy, I need to get where I can put the... Uh, Got to be able to put the golf clubs in the back with the plant life and everything else that I tote around. Just like that. And the dog has to go in the back. So, uh, yes. Yeah. The nutless dog. Nutless dog. No, no. The, the one with, no, he's nutless too. They're both nutless. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. One who gets a shot per month. Oh. Hey, these dogs cost more than kids. Uh, they cost a lot. I should have had some more kids instead. <laughs> we love dogs though. So they're worth it. I say we as if I have a dog. Uh, I don't, you don't have a woo. My family does. I love dogs. You know, you need to take this duck or swan. You want me to have a, yeah, I'd have a tough time keeping one of these jelly cats alive, let alone a real <laughs> no animal. Poor jelly cats. You know me and responsibility. Oh, my goodness. Go together like oil and water. Not a great mix these, at all. These, I got to believe these jelly cats make a fantastic, um, you know, you can take them, instead of taking your support dog, just take a jelly cat on a plane. Yes, please. You know what I mean? Keep the dog at home. Keep the duck, the iguana, or whatever you bring on these planes. I haven't seen a lot of that lately, Trey. They've been they've been kind of buckling down on support animals. Mm. I, I haven't seen a support orangutan in at least a year. Just go to Walmart and you'll see all of them. Hey, stay. <laughs> leave my folks alone at Walmart. <laughs> Just leave them alone. And it's a zoo in that place. Yeah, but they've backed it up with the support animals. Somebody has finally figured out these people don't need all that support of these animals. These different type of animals, these out-of-the-way animals, with mm -hmm. exception of dogs, Nobody needs to support iguana. That, that's ridiculous. Have you seen an iguana on a plane before? I've seen a support iguana before, yes. Interesting. That is so odd. Like on a leash? Dude, they got them in those little carrying cases. They carry those those cats and their the support mice and yeah. things like that. <laughs> support rat. Oh, man. Yeah, get a jelly cat instead. Yes, that's sir. A, that's a good investment. All right, we got to get to our TBT video of the day. What might it be this time? Pretty short one. It's a, a news clip from Fox 5 in Vegas, so a local Fox affiliate in Sin City. This is from 2017. Oh, boy. This is right before the 4th of July. So there is a, you know, a news anchor, a reporter, who's doing kind of a man-on-the-street report. Not like your guy from Houston, is it? No, not quite like uh, Isaiah Carey. But this guy is at a fireworks stand, okay. and he just stumbles upon a customer, and he just wants to ask the customer a question. You know, you see that happen. The guy's doing sure. a live shot. And it's like, oh, here's a customer. Let me ask this customer about what I'm talking about. And, uh, well, the customer was not the kindest to oh, the, no. the local reporter. It could benefit this booth and a lot of the booths around the area because they have a full weekend, then a day, and then the 4th of July. Here's an actual customer out here. Uh, what's, uh, what's the best kind of firework to buy? Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? Where are your parents? Kids sketchy. Back to you guys. You got to look out for feral children this time. Of year. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? I am so glad I'm so much more respected as a weather person. Well, this guy's not even a weather person. That's the funniest part. This is a reporter. <laughs> this little kid play one more could benefit this booth and a lot of the booths around the area because they have a full weekend then a day and then the fourth of july here's like an actual customer out here uh what's uh, what's the best kind of firework to buy wouldn't you like to know weather boy where are your parents kids sketchy back to you guys you got to look out for feral children this time of year. 
Oh my you God. Said, Don't be a little jerk. I'm going to turn that into a drop whenever you start talking about the weather. Wouldn't you like to know weather, boy? <laughs> I am the weather man. Anytime you ask me a question, how funny is that? Dude, that is awful. What a disrespectful kid. I should have hit him right upside the head with the microphone. Yeah, well, I don't know. Didn't your parents teach you to respect weather people like myself? Weather, no, I'm not a guesser. You are a weather guesser. No, I'm, I'm on a little bad streak right now. Once again, I've been inside of clinics, you know, different <laughs> types of clinics because I've had some things that I've had to get straight. But I've been out there in the sun now. I've been out, out and about. I've been on the golf course. I've been out amongst nature. I'm back. I can feel... I can feel when the, the barometric pressure is working its way and we may, if we're going to have rain or not. We're not going to have rain today. Everything's cool. Okay. Everybody weather, good with that? Okay, weather boy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say over there, man. Uh, that was a tight-lipped little kid, too. Oh, my God. Little smart ass. You know, the reporter was being nice. He just walked up to him, asked him a simple question. What kind of fireworks are you looking at? We're not a fireworks stand right now. It's the week of the 4th of July. <laughs> you like to know weather, boy. With a, wouldn't you like to know weather, boy? <laughs> that is awful. Uh, what a rude kid. How about that kid being in your household? And how about they tossed it back to the studio, and the guy's like, you got to look out for feral kids this time. <laughs> <laughs> feral kid. Just roaming around. Oh, hit him with a great one-liner at the end of that deal. So there's your uh, short but sweet TBT video. Got to watch out for feral kids at any time wow. of the year. Weather boy, amazing, amazing, amazing. That was a mean kid. That was mean. It was very mean. Yeah, but it was very funny. That was really funny. Yeah, that's our uh, TBT video. Disrespectful idiot of the day. All right, uh, what else did we want to get into today? Uh, it's National Chili Day. You've oh, been- don't tell me the with beans or without and all that stuff. Just give me chili with beans, and I need have, I need meat in my chili. That was my uh, that I, was my question. I need but- to have. I, I'm all right with beans, and I'm all right. With with some hamburger in there. Well, there's got to be meat in the chili, right? That's what makes the chili the chili. And onion. And onion. Yes. So you want the meat, you want the beans, you want the onion. I tell you what I don't want. I don't want the venison. You can keep your venison chili. You know, once people try to substitute real beef for for deer, the ones that are crossing the road there, I almost hit every morning. I don't think they're using that deer. They do. They use that. They chunk that up and put it in chili. Roadkill? Not the roadkill. No, the ones that they... Take the arrows and they go right through their one side and out the other side. Yeah. The archery people. No, I don't I don't like I'm not a venison chili guy. Okay. I do like my I do like some chili. Just like that. Wendy's. Real ah, chili. Wendy's what? <laughs> Wendy's chili. That's what I like. Okay. I'm still down with the Wendy's chili. Did you ever find a finger in there? Was no, that you? I've no, that's no. I've never, never done that. I've never found one that. Hey, we're a day away from week two of all oh, filet fish sandwich tomorrow. Yeah, gross. Which Mickey D's do I show up at tomorrow? I'm surprised you're only going to go to one. I figured you'd get one for lunch and one for dinner. No, remember, I was not really happy with the ta-ta sauce. Oh, right. On the last one. Yeah, you've got to make your own ta-ta sauce. I'm going to bring my own yep. and then slap it on there. I just was not happy with Dripping Springs ta-ta sauce. It tastes a little taint. It was tainted. It, it tastes just, like that. No, it just, it really, it just had that, that little sourness to it. I just was not excited about that. Mm. We're going to have to fix that, but still not coming down to your neck of the woods and eating from your McDonald's ever. Filet of fish tomorrow. You know what comes back on Saturday? What's that? Austin FC. First game of the season. The opening match at Q2 Stadium. Back? Taking on Minnesota United FC. I can guarantee you this. Packed house. Oh, no matter how the team is. 
Packed house. Yeah, hopefully... Uh, we need to get out there and do a show. We, yeah, we can make that happen. To talk to the Altstad guys. They've got their own suite Sweet. out there. We can see if we can find a way to pull that off. Maybe a pregame show, a pre-match show, whatever it's called. Uh, but yeah, Saturday night, 7.30 against Minnesota. Austin FC, the trees will open Minnesota. up Minnesota. Joe Biden likes that. And he does. This is, uh, this is the fourth year for Austin FC. The first year, not good. The second year, great. They were one of the best teams in the league. The third year, last year, not very good. Hopefully, it's an even year thing. I'll just say this: there'll be some pressure on Coach Wolf there. You think so? This year, yes. Hot seat. Minnesota. Isn't it? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm saying this will be a, this will be the hot seat year right here. Okay. For Josh Wolf, because they need to get back to the playoffs. They should. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, a bit of a disappointment, but the crowd will still be. Uh, It'll be packed. Packed. Packed house for every for sure. match. All right. Uh, one more shout out to Sue Patrick. Of course, we're coming up on Absolutely. ten o'clock. I see Double R and Wags in the waiting room, ready to roll. I love this place. They are open right now. Yes, they are. So come by Sue Patrick, fifty-two twenty-two Burnett Road. That is the address. Of course, you can buy everything online at suepatrick.com. So if you can't make it by today, or if you don't live in Austin and you still want to shop, the fantastic selection tons of jelly cats, of here. jelly cat, of Texas Longhorn gear, of the women's clothing and the purses and the trinkets and the gifts. You can do it all online at suepatrick.com. But yeah, the jelly cat. This is it. This is the future. By the way, there's there's plenty of triple X here too, for those that are triple X for for those people that have rounded shoulders. The broad shoulders. Broad shoulders. That's right. The fat sews. No, no, we them. don't. That's that's Trey's thought. That's not me. Yeah. That's you know I don't like the body shame. I'm not into body shaming. So just rounded shoulders. If you think that you'll have a hard time getting a triple, you can get a triple X right here. Every size, sure. kid size, adult sizes. They've got. It all covered. The wonderful golf polos that we sold out thousands upon thousands. Hundreds of thousands, Hundreds I've heard. Hundreds of thousands, If yeah. not millions. Yeah, if not millions. And we're also very humble, if uh, yes. if, if y'all weren't sure. Uh, Jay's just staring. The most lovable shirt that people, they always want to talk to me about that shirt. Are those little horns? Well, look at it closely. What do you think they are? Yes, they're little horns. Why are you so mean? Well, I mean, they, I mean that's that, the whole deal. I see the same person. The same person I'll see and I'll say, well, those are little horns, right? Well, yeah, they were little horns the last Don't 15 times. Don't touch me with your hand. <laughs> last 15 times you saw me, they were little horns. They still are. <laughs> it's yeah. the same shirt. It's the same damn shirt. Oh, God. I love it, man. All right. Thank I... you, Jay. Thanks for having me again, man. I love it. We got all the guys here. We got Wags. We got Double R. Gentlemen, good morning. Hey, what's up, fellas? How are we from Sue Patrick, baby? How are we doing there? <laughs> are you using your Bob Cole voice? Because, Jay, when you do the Bob Cole voice, Jay kind of... If you got an Ed Clemens voice, now you can do yeah. that. That's, that's the one he wants to hear it. The Ed Clemens. Well, voice. well no, uh, it's just Bob Cole this morning there. Like, <laughs> make sure you get your call there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell yeah. you. So, um, you're out there with Sue Patrick, where you get those revolving uh, Longhorn helmets there. Yeah, perfect for Christmas. Hold on, there. They don't have Jay, Jay, put on, right Jay, put there, on a headset. We got to get Jay on a headset just so we can hear your Bob Cole voice, Wags. Keep uh, it's pretty keep damn going. good, isn't it? Oh, yeah, well, he, now, now he can hear it because he's got the headset on. Do your Sue Patrick. Jay, uh, thank you. Uh, welcome. Good morning here. Um, <laughs> right from Sue Patrick. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I got, those, got any more of those revolving yeah. Longhorn helmets out there. He wants that yeah. revolving Longhorn helmet. It used to be here. I remember that. I like the, I like the whole uh, 
Jay's looking good there with that burnt orange shirt there. Maybe you can go on out there. Those are, are little horns. Damn it, Wags. Those are little horns. What, what I like with, with Bob little Cole horns when he's there. doing... Look like doing, little, uh, little jockeys there. But instead of <laughs> jockeys or snails, maybe there's some longhorns there. When he's, when he's doing the Sue Patrick, when he says, when he says, no parking garage, you can park right at the front door. It's like, <laughs> come on in there. Listen to my ass. Yeah, they yeah, work. There it is. Right. Come on. Bring your family Hey, there. and by the way, yeah. Jay, I, I've got the shirt on, too. There you uh, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got his shirt I got on. the shirt on too. Uh, Jay, um, XL, oh, XL for me in one of those baseball jerseys, my man. Uh, I, I will sport that, my friend. I will sport that, my friend. Come, Come on down the street, Patrick. Tell Jay sent you. We'll let you in. We'll have a good time cat. here. The jelly cats. Unbelievable. Wags, you want one of these? Oh, bring it in. It looks like a little strawberry shortcake for you. That's a birthday cake. It's a birthday cake. It's a birthday cake. I love it. All right, we're we're going. All right, we're getting trouble. We're out of here. Come to Sue Patrick, SuePatrick.com, fellas. Y'all have a great show. See you guys.